who's starting? Hi. <laughs> Anytime I'm like nervous about starting, you're like, hey, everyone. I just like, st- I try to say something. You pull the Band-Aid right off. Yeah. Thank so God. Because like, I would never start the episode. Yeah, you just sit here. <laughs> so what do you want to say? Welcome to Four for Gore. <laughs> and? Season... Four for gore? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> didn't even think of that. Look out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Doing a little dance. Um, yes, it is season four for gore. Very exciting. Uh, season four, episode uno. <laughs> and um, and <laughs> here we are. Yeah. We've missed you guys. Yeah, we've been on a hiatus. I will say that it's been very strange. Mm-hmm. It's been very, very strange to not actually have a schedule of the four for gore capacity. Yeah. Um, it's been very weird. I feel like um, I was telling Jill this personally, that throughout this hiatus of ours, I feel like I've had little to post about because there's no content that I'm specifically focusing on. Like what we're going to talk about today, moving forward, I will have things to kind of tie into that to like... Right post about with you and i feel like i haven't been able to do that the last like four weeks we've just been like memories like the corners of my mind (laughs) (laughs) and i'm like misty watercolor memories we tried to sing that at a bar once and it went really bad oh my god i forgot about yeah uh it was really really bad like you had to try to like (laughs) <laughs> like really egg us on there was like four of us and you're like this these are the words and we're like man, 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 man. i always have like cue cards in my purse it's I'm a like, really big purse i'm like oh uh, uh, memories. i'm like i get it now i carry the opposite of a clutch <laughs> i just carry a big old briefcase it's more of a satchel dude it's like one of those like big painter like the, like <laughs> no um, that's so funny you said that <laughs> What did I do? <laughs> no, it's so funny you said that because I was in like this little town recently. <laughs> they make pretzels there. What? Hanover, Pennsylvania. Okay. <laughs> they make pretzels. I know they made pretzels. Yeah. And uh, so we were, I, w- I was hanging out in that town and I went downtown, downtown, mm-hmm. and there were all these really cute little shops and there was this really awesome little place and it looked like an antique store, but you went in and it was like, it was like the Rose Apothecary in mm-hmm. Schitt's Creek is what the, oh, the little cute. store was like. Yeah. yeah. So we're walking Ew, around. David. Yeah. He was there. Oh, I God, shook hands. I shook hands with his eyebrows. Don't even get start. Don't even get me start. I don't be jealous. He should have been on my vision board. So. <laughs> We'll talk about that later. Just his eyebrows are. Everyone gets it. <laughs> yes. So we go in and we're shopping around and looking around at things. And I was like, oh, my God, look at that awesome, you know, suede satchel hanging over there. And I walked over and I was like, this would make a great purse. It has no sides. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, if you catch a breeze, you're losing your eyeliner. It's going to fall right out here. It was like a thing that you carry logs with. <laughs> Wait, what? I almost bought it and wore it out on the town. <laughs> I can't. It was seriously like for no. utility. <laughs> but it was like embroidered. I'm like, all right, well, it looks like something you'd buy at Buckle. I'm going to wear this. <laughs> I read the tag. It was like log holster. I'm like, oh, <laughs> guess that's not. <laughs> I can't. It's n- not for my wallet. 
<laughs> oh my god we're already off to grandpa wheezy wheezy so, laugh that was that that's oh. my only catch up no i'm <laughs> kidding <laughs> oh i love it oh we're already off to a really good start didn't even dawn on me to tell you it's oh, just that's it's almost well, the I mean, holidays and the yule is high <laughs> or nigh or so something so yule Jill's book, Nook. Oh, yes. Finished, it's been a while. Finished Salem's Lot. I was going to say, if by the last time you haven't, then <laughs> something's wrong. You just hear me tying a noose. It's made out of book bindings <laughs> somehow. I don't know. You're like, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> uh, so ended strong. Very yeah. good book. Yeah, I like it. Very good. And I want to watch the miniseries. Ooh. It's from like 1979. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm pumped about that. Nice. I started the final girl support group by Grady Hendrix. Yeah. Ridiculously good. Yeah. Love it. You told me it was a page turner. Spoiler alert. Mm -hmm. Super good. Highly recommend it. And I finally watched the movie Cujo. Oh, really? I've never seen. Don't spoil it. I don't even know anything about the story. I don't know anything about the book. (sighs) So like, don't spoil it from, I mean, don't spoil it yet. Or it's on our list, but. Dad. Oh, well, here's the thing. I read the book not that long ago. Oh, that's right. You yeah. did, and you binged it really fast. It was super good. I don't know why I said binged. You can't really... I mean, you do binge a Oh, book. I bunged. Yeah, you bunged it. <laughs> you bunged it. It's the past tense. <laughs> I loved it so much. And so right when I finished it, the, the movie was available to stream. It was a streamable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, very boring. One of these nights. <laughs> and then it went away forever, like Aww. six plus months. And I'm like, Stupid. son of a bee. Stupid. So it finally came back on. And the other night it was my turn to pick like movie night, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, we should be watching Home Alone too. But like, can we watch Crew Draw? Yeah. So we did. Yeah. And I really enjoyed it. And all I'll say is though that I liked the ending as a book more. Oh, really? But other than that, I really like the movie. So now we can't ever watch it because I just spoiled it that I gave it two thumbs up. So last update, just holidays are happening. Yeah. And my Christmas cactus is telling me. To, oh, no. What would <laughs> you do? Drop my pen. Drop my pen. I don't know what I thought that was. The whole segment's ruined. Yeah. Well, um, we're going to go now. Uh, so my Christmas cactus is telling me it's almost time. I said Christmas cactus. Yes. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> It's a, grin- it's a Grinch. Can we go back? I think I had a stroke. Cricket. Cr- <laughs> Wait. Why can't I? C- Christmas cactus. It's there my it Grinch miss crap. Where? Nope. <laughs> I was saying cricket. Crictmas. I was saying Christmas cat. You can tell we've been talking for hours already. <clears throat> we did an Instagram live. We'll talk about that ourselves in a minute. Um, <laughs> we'll get to it. We'll talk about it later. Uh, Wait, what? You mean the tree? No, it's under the tree. It's like a present in itself. Oh, mm-hmm. I didn't even notice. Not under the lens I didn't there. Notice it's on the, the other shelf. I didn't notice the catness. I was saying quickness, catness. I don't, I think I had a stroke. <laughs> Did I have a stroke? Is my face catness falling on the tree-ness. side? <laughs> like Katniss Everdeen. What's happening? That's the Hunger Games. May the odds ever be in your favor. They should be in mine because I clearly don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Jesus. Anyways. <laughs> well. So anyways, yes, holidays are happening. You have a, a that thing underneath your tree. And I dropped my pen it. and that's about it. <laughs> you Those are get it. all of my updates. Oh, I'm going. I'm get it. waiting until you start yours. Oh, mine are super lame. I'll be right back. I feel like I'm, <laughs> I feel, that's all you have? I'm back. Okay. 
<laughs> Welcome. Welcome oh, back. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. <laughs> Stu. Best part. Mm. Um, so nothing I I I was just telling Jill right before we started recording that I feel like I'm definitely missing stuff. Like I feel <laughs> I feel like stuff has happened in my life in the last four weeks that like I just maybe it's not that important. As the world turns. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> Very slowly. Um, so happy belated Thanksgiving. I don't even know if we talked about that on the last episode. Uh, was it before or after? I didn't look. I don't even know when we posted it. It was before. Oh, well, yeah. happy belated Thanksgiving to everybody. Hope you had a great turkey day, regardless <laughs> if you celebrated or not. Um, some people, For all those non-pilgrims out there. Yeah, yeah, some of you don't give a shit about Thanksgiving. <laughs> I've been learning a lot about Thanksgiving in the sense that people just slowly keep forgetting that it exists. Every year I learn a lot about stuffing. Yes. My face. Uh, remember how um, at Friendsgiving, the man friend and myself spilled it everywhere and no one got any? <laughs> well, at least the left side of the table didn't get any. I forgot about that. I just remembered it. As That's you were amazing. Sitting, you said stuffing and I just remembered. So for those Clearly of you... Clearly I have PTSD uh, over that. Yeah, well you... Oh, did you get did some? I get, I did yeah, you some. did because it, was it started on good. your side and then came around. It was good. <laughs> it, it started on that side of your table. Did you have and then floor came stuffing? Around. No, I didn't. I had the stuffing before it was flipped. <laughs> and then your man friend took some off the floor as well as what made it and kept it on the plate. And then, unfortunately, the hosts did not. I don't think the hosts got any, which mm-hmm. is terrible. Probably not the, even their child. No. Who yeah. needs it to grow with. Right <laughs> Dave and I have been binging a lot. Mm. Like, so you, we've talked about this. I don't read, nor sometimes do I feel like I can. Um, and so you're the reader. I'm the watcher. Um, <laughs> we did start a documentary on Hulu, and we haven't finished it yet because it's pretty disturbing and pretty dark in the sense of, like, it's so realistic and so fucked up that even Dave was like, that's really gross. Like, that bothers me. It's called The Devil You May Know, and it's about... <clears throat> This guy that goes by the name of Beelzebub, which is such a great name. Yeah. Uh, And he essentially killed two people and buried them in in his house or something. And we haven't finished it yet. Like I said, I don't know that much about it other than that. And then people are just coming out in the documentary talking about what had happened and how crazy he was. Like the house was filthy and disgusting beyond words oh no were there dead cats under the couch uh worse than that like people just were allowed to like do no i'm serious like people were allowed to like do whatever they wanted like piss and shit wherever they wanted they could break shit they could like he there was no rules in this guy's house he just didn't he was a really weird looking guy so we started that didn't finish it um we've been watching i've already seen up until like the second or third episode of this but we started watching the handmaid's tale um, I told you about that earlier today mm-hmm. and Dave's never seen it. So we're, we're still on season one, getting our way through that. He's really enjoying it. I already love it. So like, whatever, it's like just a recap at this point for me, but I'm excited to continue to get on to season four officially. Nice. So that's really good. Um, we have, ooh, we binged, um, the shrink next door. I think it's called the shrink next door. Oh, the one is that with- the one with Will Ferrell? And Paul. Paul. And- oh. <laughs> and Paul. Was it good? Yeah, it's really good. We still have one more episode. The, <gasps> the series, it's it's just one. I think it's just one, like, not to spoil, but it's like season. just one quick season. Mm-hmm. Um, but the series finale comes out this coming Friday. I think that they air every Friday. It's on Apple um, TV. <clears throat> That's really good. 
Like, I'm not kidding when I say that we've binged a lot. We're still binging a show called Invasion. It's, as you can probably imagine, it's about alien invasion. It's really good, though. That's also on Apple TV. That has one more episode, and then it's done. Not permanently that we know of, but at least for this season. I don't know. We've just been watching a lot of... (laughs) shit i've also been binging a shit ton of stuff like i i binged scream queens oh yeah um it was good it's a fun oh i did want to talk about that it is and i i've been telling you via our text messages and audio messages as we do Mm -hmm. as Um, we do as we do that sorry i have a frog as always in my throat i laugh as you do as i do (laughs) um mm -hmm. so anyways there it goes hold on i'm so sorry Where is a pop filter when you need one? I know, right? That's called a piece of paper in front of the mic. (laughs) Oh, oh. (laughs) Jesus Christ. You almost bonked your face right into it. That would have hurt. (laughs) That could have given me a paper cut. So anyways, really fast. So my point is Scream Queens was a lot of fun. It's one of those shows that if you've never seen it, and if you have, I won't spoil anything, but there are a lot of homages to a lot of different Movies and such is all I'll say that are kind of fun and quirky and just like entertaining to like watch and see like what they do and what they say. Yeah, it's definitely worth a quick two <laughs> seasons like two see That's all it is. It's just two seasons. And then they unfortunately ended it. I think it's funny that you described that show just now and you're like, it's just funny and like fun and entertaining to see what they say and do. Well, I don't want to give anything away. <laughs> but like, what else would they do on a show? I hope they do and say things. <laughs> but I mean, like, they, they, there's a lot of homages to like horror movies. And I'm like, I, it's like installation art. No anyway. one's talking or moving. I don't know why I said it like that. It's just really calming. You know what it is? It's because we already did the Instagram live and we gave our all already. I know. <laughs> Never again. I'm never going live again. With you All ever. worried about the lighting. <laughs> Ugh. I was like, it's going to be fine. Having to have good posture. Now I'm sitting here like Mr. Burns. Oh, I freaking <laughs> sat there like an asshole. Half the time it was like this. What do you guys think? Doing the thinker. I'm like, yeah, you guys think. Yeah. We did do an super Instagram fun. live. Yeah. So for those of you that were there, thank you. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Thank you. Very. Uh, we just did it tonight. However, when you listen to this, it'll be after yes. December 20 next Sunday. Yeah. Holy bejesus. I know. Um. So anyways, happy to be back. But Whee! yeah, we did the Instagram live. Yeah. Very exciting. Hung out with some peeps. Yeah. Did some things. It was fun. You guys were fun. And if you didn't show up, we're sorry. Hope you come next time. No, that's not what I was going to say. <laughs> Usually I'm the one that's like, come at me. <laughs> no, don't come then. No, this time I'm like, let me at them. Motherfuckers. And you're like, <laughs> <laughs> she went for it, guys. I did it. Welcome to season four. <laughs> I'm seasoned now. I know I can say what I want. Maybe that's why we don't have anybody following us. She is certainly seasoned. Just teasing. Salt and pepper. <laughs> A little bit of paprika. <laughs> wasn't that like... Blue's Clues. Yes! <laughs> I literally was just going to say, wasn't it? Mr. Salt and Mrs. Pepper. And, and the paprika baby was, was paprika. paprika. <laughs> well... I'm done with my catch-ups. Like yeah, I said, it was boring as shit. Yeah, nothing. I know that other but stuff But that's has okay, happened. too. Oh, New Year's Eve's coming, too. I'm excited about that. Yeah. We won't. Well, we can talk about it after it happens on the next episode. Yeah, on episode two. I have to wear a dress. I'm not happy about it. <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> more you're, like, like, you're like, there's a dress code. For more. <laughs> I'm going to dress like a 1920s gangster. <laughs> I told you you could. Show up with a Tommy gun. <laughs> Surprise everyone, I'm wearing slacks. They're like, I've seen you every Halloween. This is not out of the norm. 
I just said that the other night. I was like, one of these Halloweens, I'm going to dress like a chick and everyone's minds are going to be blown. I don't know what I would do. I already know what I'm being next year. I believe it. I've I'll already get, started brainstorming. I'll give, you a, I'll give you a hint. No. It's I, a dude. I, I, <laughs> it's a dude. That I'm okay with you telling me. That's fine. All right. Well, then we better move on because I'm going to tell you more. I know you will. Okay. I know you will. So here we are, though, on episode... One, I almost said four, episode one of season four, the season opener. Very exciting. And we, (laughs) we reviewed. I'm trying to Ric Flair over here. I know, I see. (laughs) Uh, We reviewed the original Black Christmas. We did. Happy holidays, happy holidays. May the merry ringing. Feliz Navidad. Do, 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 do. Big bird on ice skates. I don't know that scene. <laughs> the date of release was December 20th of 1974. This, I thought, was so much fun. The director was Bob Clark. Yes. Do you know... Any, if at all, any of the other movies that he's known for. A Christmas Story. I did not. So I had no idea. Nope. No clue. (laughs) Never knew that he even did A Christmas Story. Never knew the director. Never cared because I love that movie. Yeah. Um, He also is known for Baby Geniuses. Which oh, yeah. I could care. No one could care less. I prefer babies day out. Yes. Well, we have them. Yeah, we have them often. <laughs> we are due for number four soon. We need a brunch. We do. Ne- <gasps> like New big, Year. Like big crazy salads. Yeah. Yeah. New Year. Okay. New Year, we're going to do it. Cool. Babies day out. We'll have a business four. lunch. Oh. I'll have my people call your people. Okay. Cool. <laughs> uh, my people sometimes can be. We'll just set a date tonight. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I think that that's actually not a bad idea. And then he's also known for Porky's. Yeah. Yes. Never seen it. I prefer Fast Times at Ridgemont High. It's rated R, of course. And the tagline is, I I thought this was kind of, I was kind of sad about this. I'm Uh not going to lie. It was a little disappointing. But it just says, Black Christmas will rock you too. And I'm like, (laughs) I don't don't totally get it though. Like I know like rocking around the Christmas tree. But like, why is it going to rock? And like rock is in all caps. Well, what am I missing? Uh, am I dumb? No. We can't say yet. Yeah, we can't say it. Can yet. we? Can we circle back? Yes. So we we can circle back to this one. Here, and I'll, then, add a, I'll add a note. Will you add a note? I'll add a note. We're gonna circle back, and then um, you we can piggyback off of each other. Yeah, a little bit of corporate talk <laughs> there, and then um, you know, we can do that. Okay. So the synopsis, though. During their Christmas break, a group of sorority girls are stalked by a stranger. That's it. No one had anything to say. There was nothing on IMDb (laughs) about that, which I didn't say anything about IMDb yet, but IMDb is where I get most of the stuff. There you go. Um, How it did in the box office. Mm -hmm. All I know is the budget, $620,000. That's it. I don't know anything else. Uh, Didn't have it. IMDb has been weird lately, that kind of stuff. Um, the production company is August Films. The running time is one hour and 38 minutes. And the one part that I need to like do and I never do is like review like the names. <laughs> I usually just copy paste. Them. You always Veronica Corningstone it before the names part. You're like, I do because I have to get myself prepared. I look up, you're wearing a blazer. <laughs> Olivia Hussey is Jess. 
a babe. Hot. Here, Julia is Peter. <laughs> um, Mark. I'm assuming it's Margot. Margot Kidder is Barb. Mm-hmm. John Saxon is Lieutenant Ken Fuller. He's in like a lot of these movies. <laughs> yes. um, I wonder where else I recognize him from. <laughs> Only like one of my personal favorites and Jill's too. Quit it. Oh my gosh. Um, so Marion Waldman is Mrs. Mack. <laughs> yeah, dude. Mm. Andrea Martin is Phil. And I just realized, is that is that the girl with the glasses? Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Totes. Oh, my God. It's cool. I call her glasses in a lot of my uh, notes. So I. <laughs> okay. I didn't know With a name. capital G. Yeah. I never saw a girl's name Phil with P-H-Y-L. Yeah, why? So yeah. I was like, what? Um, why not? Yeah, right? <laughs> exactly. I mean, hey, that's the 70s. They, could, they were starting to get, like, hip with the times. I don't know. With, uh, like, a little daisy above her. It's like an exante. Like just to make sure you understand that this is the girl Phil. It's an exante goo. I mean, I kind of like it. It's kind of different, but mm-hmm. I mean, I still wouldn't do it. Um, so James Edmund is Mr. Harrison. Doug McGrath is Sergeant Nash. Art Hindi is Chris Hayden. Lynn Griffin is Claire Harrison. Michael Rap Rap Rapport Report Report Rapport. I don't know. Is Patrick rapport maybe? <laughs> Leslie Carlson is Graham as Les Carlson. I don't. I don't. I'm canting. Um, Martha Gibson is Mrs. Quaif. I don't even know who that is. And then John Rudder is. I just kept this one in here because I thought it was hilarious. John Rudder is the laughing detective. Don't know who that is either. Oh, oh I do. Yes, now. you do. Yes, I do. Yeah, <laughs> that's never mind. literally all he does. You know what's hilarious is that, uh, and you know what's <laughs> funny, haha, is that I had a feeling that as I was copying and pasting this and putting it on here, and I left that in there, I was like, I don't know who this is, and I was like, I bet you when we go to record, I'm gonna be like, oh, that's who that is. I think that that's really that. funny. They didn't even make up a name for him. Nope, just laughing detective. Just a description, like yep. a little kid would say. Yeah. So it was filmed in Ontario, Ontario, Canada. It did actually win some awards. So at the Canadian Film Awards in the year 1975 for both, it won Best Sound Editing in a Feature for Kenneth Healy Ray. And then it also won for Best Performance by a Lead Actress for Margot Kidder. Love that. So I thought that was kind of fun. I really like Margot Kidder. Yeah. Who's, who is that again? Barb. Ah, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, what else awesome. is she in? Uh, my dreams. She looks, on a- <laughs> she's hot. <laughs> yeah. She's hot. She's cool. Mm. She's like a groovy chick. I will say this with at a the bad attitude. I will probably say this at the beginning of my notes, but I'm going to say it now anyways. I'm obsessed with her hair at the beginning of the actual opening. Oh yeah, obsessed with it. I just really? love how it like yeah. falls in her bangs. I would love to have bangs and like the stuff that she has, like that 70s mm, wispy 70s wispies. bangs. I try. I've tried with this. It doesn't always work. Moving on. Curtain bang. I'm trying. Yes. That's what I'm trying to accomplish in life. I'm getting there. Put it on your vision board. (laughs) A nice curtain bang. You know what's funny is Michael Keaton. Right after I got it done, like I had it parted perfectly after like Britt had cut it, my hairdresser, and I did it the first time at at a a friendsgiving. That's like the best I think I've done it so far. And ever since, I can't, I can't, I can't duplicate it. I don't know what's wrong with me. So for the critics, (sighs) RogerEbert.com. Could only find the remake. Could not find the OG. Really? I even tried to type in a different title because I found a different title later for something. Yeah. And it didn't come up. So. I think. 
I read in my research yeah. that he gave it a 1.5. Oh, really? But that's all I know about it. 1.5 out of I 4. Think. Potentially. I think. Potentially. Well, we'll just go with that as a maybe. Yeah. That's better than nothing. Yeah. But either way, legitimately off of his website, couldn't find anything. So I pulled a couple off a of wiki. Um, so off of Wikipedia, um, I found A.H. Wheeler of the New York Times called it a whodunit that raises the question as to why was it made? <gasps> also, <laughs> I, love I was face. taking... Taking it back. back. <laughs> um, also, Variety called the film a bloody, senseless kill for kicks feature that exploits unnecessary violence in a university sorority house operated by an implausibly alcoholic ex hoofer. Its slow paced, murky tale involves an obscene telephone caller who apparently delights in killing the girls off one by one, even the hapless house mother. You know, I'm going to go out on a limb and think. And say, I don't think they liked it. Mm-mm. Variety and A.H. Wheeler? No. Uh, one more. I don't T- want another one. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> TV Guide awarded the film three out of four stars, writing, although strictly standard fare, the material is elevated somewhat thir- somewhat, I was doing so good, through Clark's skillful handling of such plot devices as obscene phone calls from the killer to the girls via the upstairs phone. Oh, I just really gave stuff away. Um, and a nicely <laughs> handed twist ending, which provides a genuine shock. Well, the, take you can't that, see it, but I'm dancing in Take the chair. that, everybody else. TV yeah. Guide said it was great. Do you remember TV Guide? Oh, yeah. I do. Uh, I remember that whenever NSYNC was so really popular. Uh, you um, had all the uh, covers. I had all of them, including the one with all of them on it. So I had each. Yeah. I actually still physically have those and all the Rolling Stones and quite a few other things that someday maybe will Are be Are they in running. like shadow boxes? No, they're just in a, a bin. Are they in like a glass-topped coffee table? No, I wish. <laughs> I also have a lot of the teddy bears, like the, um, not teddy bears. TYs? I have, yes, I have the TYs. I also, they are not worth anything. No. I also have, well, Joey's I took out of the box, but I have all their um, marionette <gasps> dolls. All of them are in the box except for Joey's, which. It's amazing. My mom was very angry that I took them out. Because my mom wasn't a collector person, but she's like, these could be worth something someday. Don't take it out. And I was like, then it's Joey. He's my favorite. And so I took him out anyways. And now he doesn't go back in right. So he's just out. (laughs) He's (laughs) just out. He doesn't go back in right. He's just out all the time. (laughs) Well, I wouldn't want to go back in there either. I know, right? Um, It's a tight squeeze. They didn't like it even in the music video. That's hilarious. Mm. He doesn't go back in right. (laughs) He doesn't. But uh, anyways, so there's that on that. And then for Metacritic, the Metascore is... Was 65. The user score was 6.7. IMDb rated it a 7.2. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 71%. The audience scored it a 75%. And on Rotten Tomatoes, and this is what I tried to search, I tried to go backwards and search on robertebert.com. Roger, I keep saying Robert. Anyways, (laughs) Roger Ebert, I'm an idiot. Roger Ebert.com is uh, Stranger in the House because believe it or not, on Rotten Tomatoes, I typed in black christmas mm-hmm. would not come up it kept giving me like everything except the 1974 version yeah. you know the remake yeah and so then I-, I typed it in again and i saw stranger in the house clicked on it. it had all the same cast yeah for the 1974 and it like showed all the same pictures from the 1974 and mm. like the some of the same details is like what's on imdb yeah so not sure how I just want to point this out. I don't know how accurate that score is truly on Rotten Tomatoes because I did have to actually search 
Stranger in the... Well, not that I searched it, but I looked it up via this Stranger in the House title. So I don't Mm -hmm. know if that's somebody just made that up on Rotten Tomatoes, but per what it showed on there, that's what it said. So I just wanted to point out in case anybody actually cares, don't get mad at me. That's what it says. Shit's crazy out there. You never know. People might get angry. (laughs) It's very Yuli in here. Full of Yule. Yeah. Yule you. Do you have any sprinks? I have a few spranks. Yay! Just a couple. Um, So, fun fact, in 1986, Olivia Hussey met producers for the film Roxanne. Do you remember that? With Steve Martin? No. Really? You've never seen it. Oh, it's good. Um, Surprise. So, since they were interested in... Remember, I'm a movie connoisseur. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they were interested in casting her for the title role of that movie. Okay. So Roxanne co-star Steve Martin met her and said, oh, my God, Olivia, you were in one of my all-time favorite films. Thinking it was Romeo and Juliet, which came out in 1968, Olivia was surprised to find out it was actually Black Christmas. Martin (laughs) claimed he had seen it around 27 times. Ah, It's pretty awesome. That's awesome. Super funny. Um, And then uh, actually circling back around to Jill's book nook. Yeah. Or rather, Jill's book, Wishlist, a novelization of the film written by Lee Hayes, was published in 1976, Mm -hmm. which offered more insight into the characters and more plot development. The book is rare, however, as it has since gone out of print. Wait, really? Yeah. Oh, no. But I'm like, oh, snap. I didn't know that. So maybe I can, you know. Try to snag a copy. Poke around a little bit. Hey, if any of y'all out there have it and you want to share, she'll give it back. No, I won't. Oh, okay. oh. Er. Mm. Anyway, she might write things in the <laughs> in, in the margins. There's notes in the margins. <laughs> so. uh, but That's those are cute. my only my only spranks. The rest are buried within. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I love it. You want to start it off? Let's talk about the opening shot. Yeah, outside the sorority house. Um, and it reminds me of the sh- the shot at the ending, actually, of A Christmas Story. When you see the house yeah. outside and all the Christmas lights and it's real snowy and quiet and yeah. dark. And I was like, oh, Bob Clark. Yeah, he's so cute, <laughs> even though it's not cute. With all the lights Two and snow. polar opposites. And the such. Yeah. And then we get into, like, point of view shots. I do appreciate. So it's always a great start, though. Can we just say um, it's always a great start with a house full of girls and some heavy breathing <laughs> from a dude lurking around. I know, right? The glancing about maybe scheming a little something, something. Like, hey, how do I do this? Just a little scheming and peeping. How do I make this happen? How nope. Will they notice me? No bigs. Yep. Nope. Um, actually, speaking of like the POV, mm-hmm. the point of view. I was going to say, I do appreciate the first person. Love it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was initially thought to be the first slasher film ever to put the audience in the killer's point of view. However, mm-hmm. Peeping Tom in 1960 was noted at least on IMDb which geez Louise by the way my sources every every time mentalfloss.com as well yeah and screenrant.com and I listened to a podcast called Development Hell which is doing a Christmas is Cancelled series nice and they kicked it off with Black Christmas cool a guy who uh, writes for Bloody Disgusting Mm -hmm. is a co-host of the series oh cool for Christmas so that's awesome and I watched a making of the movie on YouTube and it's really good oh that's awesome it was fun so anywho they said they were like this is the first killer point of view ever (laughs) oh 
And then everyone was like, no, it no, isn't. No, Peeping no, no. Tom in 1960 was the 1960. first. Um, and then this convention was then popularized by Halloween. I was just going to say, I don't know why, as we know, I can never get them straight. But my first immediate response in my mind was, what about Jason? <laughs> Isn't Jason some of it? But that's like in the 80s, isn't it? Well, Halloween's 1978. Yeah, that's what I was so going to say to myself. This and then. Because what Jason did come out, Friday the 13th was in the 80s. Uh, early 80s. Friday the 13th? Like the OG. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. So I was wrong. 1980. Yeah. No, I was wrong. Maybe. No, it's all good. I'm, yeah. I'm correcting myself. No, you're you. good. I'm not you. Oh, I don't know what I'm talking about either. I just pretend to. No, 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 no. You're good. <laughs> So yeah, we do see that POV action. It's super fun. And yeah. then there's like a brief indoors shot too where the door is not a door, but it's a jar. Mm-hmm. So before we see us going into the house, this is reason number one though, this movie, why reason one, one out of a thousand that I will never have a lattice go up the side of my house. Well, yes. So well, first... Oh, did I go too fast? No, no, no. You're good. We just go in and we see Barb. Oh, And we yeah, see yeah, like yeah. a little bit of characters yeah. and then it goes back outside. Oh, that's but, right. Like, but Barb points out, she's like, who left the door open? Yeah, she's a bitch. She's awesome. I love her. She's a ah, bitch though. She is, totally. Yeah. So she's like, who left the door open? Mm-hmm. Flask, 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 yep. drinking, drinking. And then we go back out and you're right. Yeah. He crawls up the um, trellis or something like that. It's, it's like a, yeah, it's like a, I called it a lattice. I, it, it's a, I think it is a trellis. It's the stuff that roses and shit grow up. It's a climby that I'll never have against a house I own either. Yeah, a climby that also, by the way, um, that's what, have we not learned our lessons, guys? That's also what Johnny Depp crawls up to get to what's her face in Oh, there's a rose lattice <laughs> thing. I'm pointing. Nightmare I'm Elm literally Street. pointing at Robert England as we speak <laughs> with your man friend. Anyways, I couldn't think of the words. <laughs> they weren't coming to me. But anyways, um, I looked over because you said rose and that's oh, a you teeny rose plant. bush. <laughs> you're like it's dying. You're but like, it's, it's right there. Hanging on for that's dear part life. Of your, it's part of your vision board motif. Yeah. Dying plants. Yeah. I know. No, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> but anyways, I will never have one of those at yes. my house. And Barb's a bitch. Um, I love her. Barb is yep. she well then we go back inside so we do see him climbing mm-hmm. someone climbing right yeah breathing climbing heavy jazz a lot of inging yeah and Barb takes a phone call so we go back inside yeah and I'm like gathering it's her mom mm-hmm. and her mom she says mom yeah <laughs> well, like, wait, can we you're like read the context clues can we <laughs> oh, wait can we roll fast before Barb answers the phone because before Barb answers the phone Jess answers the phone Oh, she takes it after. Yeah. Yeah. So because Barb's like, who opened the door? And then they have like a quick conversation about like, oh, that's where the Yuli comes in. Oh, really? Yes. Because uh, that now it's all coming. It's all coming back Ooh. to me now. There it is. So um, what happens is, and this is, I didn't include this in my notes because it's not that important in the story, but uh, Barb is standing there talking to now who I know is Phil and Phil's like got her arms wrapped around her boyfriend and the boyfriend's like what time do I have to be there tomorrow or and I guess Phil's like no Phil says back up Colleen Phil says how was it tonight at the thing I don't know Barb was somewhere it's yeah. some function right yeah and Barb goes it was Yuli like really <laughs> Yuli 
But anyways, Jess is the one that answers the phone. Well, so Barb talks to her mom and then she pours herself another drink and walks away. And then the phone rings again and Jess answers it. Oh, oh my goodness. Barb is like wicked pest going to drown her mom's sorrows. Yes, that's right. Bowl of loudmouth soup. And then the phone rings and Jess walks over and I'm sorry. But I hate how she says hello. Thank you. And she says it a lot in this movie. (laughs) Why does she have to sound like an old woman that's very confused? Hello. 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 (laughs) And like how she's, it's like the tone, the volume, like the confusion of like, okay, so you don't know who's there. We get it. That's what happens when you answer a phone. It's always Especially back then, because there was no caller ID. It's always going to be, hello. Like, you don't know. You don't have to say it. Like, I I get very irritated throughout the movie because of her answering the phone. You're going to find that out real fast. (laughs) Jess and I are not going to be friends. I love that. Anyways. It does. I'm glad I'm not alone on this. Yeah, it hits a nerve. It strikes a nerve with me as well. Um, And then, so, the girls gather around because it's an obscene. It's an obscenist a little bit of an obsceneer mm-hmm. of a caller yeah right there's a there's a creeper in the attic um it's the thing of my nightmares is that phone call because yeah. it's terrifying what he says is the least of it it's like to me it's like the except except at the end of the call because like jess answers and she's like oh my god everyone and they yeah, all gather makes a big old deal about it and they all start listening that she's holding up the phone and then barb gets on the phone with him and is giving him lip and yeah. at the end of the call in like the flattest voice he's like i'm going to kill you <laughs> and i was like Wah! yeah but it's no. like the voice and uh, there's that, well it's, it's so scary it's your least favorite thing it is my least favorite it's, thing it's multiple voices i hate it but can we talk about really fast let's mm-hmm. not forget and like I've already kind of spoiled some of this and this is a spoiler channel so like I guess we should have started that off that oh, way. Right. We always tend to forget to tell you all <laughs> this is a spoiler channel. Whoopsie. Surprise. Um, if you haven't figured it out already. But um, yeah, I guess let's not forget to say that like he does make his way into the attic. Like this guy. Remember there's a guy makes it, well, we think that there's a guy that crawls at the last and then we, they do show that he makes it into the attic. We yeah. didn't really mention that part. Yeah, so you're right. To, he definitely point that out. He crept in. Um but the the voice thing and like the like it's one thing regardless regardless of what the call is if someone's calling and like saying weird like weird creepy things or things that are like obscene like that like that's enough to like ooh just like give you the heebie-jeebies oh. cuz like it's not coming from a good place oh it's so scary but then like to use multiple voices <gasps> it's that's like it reminds me of um the story of the what was it the weepy voice killer no shut up i have notes about that later oh shit how dare you sorry miss cleo listen i just i know my serial killers oh my god i'm a bit of a weirdo i was in the shower the other night and i'm like (gasps) no voice killer why would you say that to me what do you mean i get i have visions of like weird shit getting me in the shower and now i'm gonna think of that I don't like to blow dry my hair because I always picture um, Patrick Bateman with the chainsaw naked with white sneakers and that he'll pop out from behind a corner because I wouldn't be able to hear him coming. Mm. Every time I blow dry my hair. Anyway. But Patrick Bateman's hot. (laughs) At least. I don't want to see his ass while he chainsaws me to death. I don't even want to see it. He draws it though really well. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait till we do that movie. He's an artist. Okay. Um, Off topic as always. But I love it. (laughs) I'm a thing. I love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> speaking of my 80s. Go ahead. Speaking of the voices, though. Yeah. 
Clark. Um, so I read a couple different things and I heard a couple different things in the stuff that I was watching and reading yeah. in my prep work. And somebody said that there were three people who voiced the voices um, on the phone calls. And then Bob Clark on the making of it today that I saw on YouTube said that there were at least five people. So I don't know for sure, but one of the people was named Nick Mancuso. Okay. And Clark had uh, Mancuso experiment with different voices in order to come up with the one that was right for Billy, which mm-hmm. we'll learn more about soon. Uh, one of the methods used was having Mancuso compress the thorax in his neck by standing on his head. Ew. Yeah, they said that it was like an interesting audition too because he faced away from Bob Clark because he didn't want his, like the visual of his face that he, the faces he would make to make the voice that he could. Yeah. He didn't want it to like skew his, you know what I mean? Like yeah. opinion of the audition or like his performance. Oh. So he faced away from him and was doing all the scary like Billy blah, 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 talking and I'm like, nope. Nope. No, thank you. I would have had somebody else audition him for me. I'd have been like Bob Clark, like, <laughs> I'm going to clock out for lunch. Yeah, you If guys someone can wants do to it. get this terrifying shit out of the way, that'd be awesome. Yeah, thanks. I'll just watch it in the playback after it's been filmed. I'll be talking to a sandwich artist at Subway. <laughs> well, you guys make They're it. called sandwich artists. <laughs> for I'm a reason. I'm so sorry. That was rude. <laughs> I know. I'm like, yeah, because they that, are. There could be someone that works there. I'm so sorry. We're not talking Pollock, that we're talking so- Monet. That was so rude. On a honey wheat. I'm so sorry. I apologize. That was so ignorant. Oh, you're so PC. <laughs> Fuck Subway. No, I'm kidding. I mean, I don't like Subway. <laughs> I, I do. And I'm, I'm just... Well, no, but like I don't. Like, I think it's just because I've had so much of it in my life that I'm just like, I'm fucking over it. Give me a Quiznos I do, any I do. day. Quiznos, I swear to God, they're all closed. I think so. I do love me a good veggie delight, though. I was at a Quiznos when a friend quit, and it was so awkward. <laughs> I feel like I remember this story. There was only... Wasn't it Mallory? There was, yeah, <laughs> there was only three of us in the store. <laughs> And I was like there to pick her up to hang out that night. And she comes like walking out all happy. And I'm like, I was in it. Like I wasn't, I was like near the lettuce. (laughs) Bouncing out of the back room. And I was like, uh. What are you doing? She's like, I just quit. (laughs) I just remember when she's like, didn't you tell me that she's just like, this place yeah like, totally and i was she like was so she was the cutest funniest fucking person ever i was like damn it i wanted a full long like now we can't, <laughs> we can't have it i don't want to like get it now you know my favorite thing in the whole world your boss is? has to come out and make it for me you know my, <laughs> that you just quit with you know my favorite he thing in the whole- on it in front of me he's like you want your <laughs> did you talk her into this <laughs> and then puts extra pickles on it. You're like, I don't want that. So my bread tastes like pickles. I um uh my favorite thing in the whole world. It's like fucking fancy beast. Like fancy beast. <laughs> Anyways, oh good. Leave times. all of this in here because it's too good. I Regardless, cannot. you have to. It's, it's so, so funny. You have to. You have to. I'll leave your Chicago <laughs> accent in there too. <laughs> Deep dish. Anyway, <laughs> oh I don't know God. what's gotten into me. Deep dish. <laughs> That's going to be your nickname for now. <laughs> so then back to the story. Yeah. At hand. No more Spranks. Got it. Um, yeah, I'm done with Spranks for now. Um, <laughs> I left him in Chicago with your accent. Oh, I can I just say one quick thing sure. about, about the house? Yeah. I love this old house. It's like the perfect house of like something that I would personally love in life. Mm-hmm. This is kind of along the lines of like a true fixer upward that I would like. Yeah. But I don't know if I want one after this movie. Yeah, dude. Like, it scares me a little bit. It looks very... Creepy? Yeah. 
Yeah, I love creepy, it. Love but I do it. love it. Mm-hmm. I do love this house. Okay, anyways, moving on. That's it. So does Billy. Um, so <laughs> then there's a knock at the door and it turns out to be Mrs. Mack. She shows up. She's like a den mother of sorts. Yeah. I'm like, what? House the- mother. House yeah. mother. She's a house mommy. Er, house mommy. Uh, and so they're partying a little bit. And then, you know, Claire. Boys out, mother's in. Yeah, you're yeah, right. The boys fur leave. coat hits the dusty road. Yep. Don't trust dusty <laughs> oh, trail. I like his fur. It seriously no, looks like a bear. No, I hate it. It's like all it's missing is the claws. Yeah, I don't like it. He's the big bear on campus. Yep. Um. So, yeah, the boys get kicked out. Mrs. Max, like, get out of here. And then somebody, like, offends a girl, Claire. Yeah, I, it's probably Barb. I guess. Safe assumption. Uh, actually... I don't even know if it's so much that she offends her, but it's after Barb has the conversation with her yes. mom and she invites everybody to go skiing. Yeah. And she asks Phil, aka glasses, and mm-hmm. she also asks Jess, hello. And she asks uh, a couple other people if they want to go with her. And then Claire says, sorry, I have other plans, and then just goes to bed. You're right. You're right. So I wouldn't say uh, to that point. I'm alluding, I'm thinking of something that is said later. That made me think that they pissed her off. Oh, gotcha. But yes, I, you're totally right. And so she heads upstairs. She's like, time to pack up for the holidays. I'm going to go tomorrow, but pack now. She's smart. I usually pack last minute. No way, man. I'm packed like four days in advance. Oh, and then gosh. I hate staring at my uh, like rolly bag that's does in the corner. Does it give you anxiety? Well, of course it does. I'm like, oh, it's going to be there forever now. Yeah. Hate it. Yeah. Um, so Claire goes upstairs with her super yellow 70s room. Oh, yeah. I hate it. All the posters. Yeah. I do love the posters. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyways. So she goes upstairs. Yeah. She's packing. It's super quiet. And she hears some noises. Mm Mm-mm. She definitely hears some noises. And she's like, Claude? Claude, is that you? But she's like super sweet about it. And you're like, who's Claude? I know. I didn't understand. And then you're like, doesn't she say something like here, kitty, kitty, or or does she just keep saying Claude? We find out exactly who Claude is for sure yeah, later. Y- they, yeah, yeah. But in the moment, I don't think we know who Claude is. But I mean, I assumed immediately if she doesn't say, hey, kitty, like, hey, kitty, I feel like she does at least allude to she's looking for an animal. What I was confused by is she looks toward her closet. Mm-hmm. So she's like, you don't know who, like you're saying, she doesn't, you, we don't know who Claude is. And like, why is he in the closet? Is he yeah. playing a prank on you? Right. You I just was, kissed your boyfriend goodbye, though. Yes. I was like, is that another frat guy? Like, <laughs> is he hiding in there? Because she's looking at a, a human height and is like, Claude? Is that, that you, is, Claude? That is true. And I was like, what the fuck? Who's Claude? So yeah. It, mm. And I... Mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> First time on... Can't talk about it. That scene is so chilling. Can't talk about it. So she walks... It's my least favorite. Toward... I think it's my least favorite. She walks toward the closet and there's like, it's like big dry cleaning bags is what it looks like to me. Like dry, the clear. Dry cleaning kills. <laughs> <laughs> and you see like she's getting so close that, and I love how like you can totally see him, but so subtly. It's so like, it's just vaguely enough that you see kind yes. of just like a dark, uh, I don't want to say the words. Like a dark figure yeah. behind some of the, the dr- like dr- old school, like they would, 
dry cleaning like clear bags but there's multiples kind of in yes. in a in a bunch it's yeah. not just one it's like super fogged out you know what i mean and layery uh-uh. and you can see like the Mm-mm. tip of his nose kind uh-uh. of nope and then you glimpse a little outline of his face and then you see i did the whole peak thing oh my god it was a lot it's so good and then yeah. you see like the tips of his fingers and you can tell he's like waiting for just the right i didn't moment. even see that because i couldn't watch it <gasps> oh it's so good so chilling it's so terrifying And so she walks up and is like right close (laughs) and he reaches out and grabs her (laughs) and he wraps a bag around her head and starts to choke her. Yeah. And it's awesome. Uh It's terrifying. I think it's my favorite scene. Um, I I have to say I agree that it's my favorite just because it is so chilling. I, I didn't write my favorite, but I just realized that's probably it. Yeah. Yeah. It's I mean a favorite there's character, a, there's but a I don't close think I have a second favorite. in the running too. But we'll get there. Yeah. Well, that I think I might have to agree that that's my favorite scene. Fantastic. Yep. And then, um, so yeah, we see, and then we get her, see her what get dragged up. I have to say, you have to be pretty damn strong to carry <laughs> a girl, regardless of who you are. A girl st- like vertically straight yeah. up, not even like a. La- I mean, it's a ladder, but like yeah. vertically straight up a ladder, and then get her up into an attic mm-hmm. quietly. Yeah, just deadlifting because he does. I mean, granted, in his defense, he had no one around him to like even know what was going on because everybody was still downstairs being loud and obnoxious. So. He had like that to his advantage. Yeah. But still, you have to be fucking, you have to be, well, I mean, he's insane strong. So clearly. Totally. Well, then it's funny you say being loud and obnoxious because then Mrs. Max like trying on a new house coat or something. They like make her open. Is it? It's definitely a moo-moo. They make her try it on. Mm -hmm. It's all flowery and shit. They're like, (laughs) we got you this. (laughs) She's like, oh, you girls are too good to me. Yep. I love Mrs. Mack. And then she uh, sneaks off to one of her favorite nooks in the household, the bookshelf. I lo- I have to I have to say how she like she's an addict, oh. like a, a, an addict. <laughs> Hold on, now we have to get our. our we our, were talking about an addict. An, now we're talking about an addict. Correct here, yeah. Now we're talking with an addict with a T, as in Tom at the end. Correct. Um, but yeah, <laughs> like she does go to the the bookshelf, and she's like. B as in what did she say B before booze or? B for booze B for booze and then she <laughs> opens that big thick book and like I'm sorry this is the part that cracks me up and I'm sure the real reason I know I'm gonna say but I think it's funny it's like they just had a party yeah why are you hiding your alcohol but then I'm like oh you're hiding it because you don't want them to drink it but then also there's a bottle of sherry that like the sherry bottles cut into the the pages of the book so it sits inside the book perfect which is so funny to me but it's a bottle of sh- i think it's dry sherry actually snug as a bug in a rug Ugh. or a book i know i know when i want a little nip i got i go for some sherry <laughs> it's like what you cook with not drink Ew. anyways cooking sherry yeah um and then jess receives a call from peter she also has an interesting taste in clothes. Yes, she does. Is her that the hand print? Yeah, it looks like, like it's, hands it's on her like, boobies. Yeah, but like very large hands yeah. on her boobies. Yeah, I, I can't not look at that shirt. It's ridiculous. Certainly not Peter's hand prints. No. Although he is a pianist. He, is he could a, probably reach an octave. Yes, he could. <laughs> he I bet could. he could yes. with his tree frog fingers. <laughs> now that I say it, he probably does have pretty many <laughs> I wonder if Peter wears a fur coat like that other dude was wearing. They're probably friends. Oh, which by the way... <laughs> 
He's like, I get the fur tonight. They share it. <laughs> so like, <laughs> you have to like sign it out. <sighs> Actually, the actor, by the way, who wore it says he still has that fur coat hanging in his closet. Probably just waiting to bust it out again. Oh, my God. Because the... um the film had such a low budget that people were asked to like wear a lot of their own clothes. Oh, really? I like to think he already owned that. Well, little guy. the budget was 620,000. Yeah. They couldn't spring for another coat. Nope. They were like the budget probably was out of that. That coat probably in 1974. I'm a mathematician. So nope. Here it goes. Probably like two grand. <laughs> I don't know. I just it was mink. <laughs> Mrs. Mac like totally pulls a Kesha, by the way, and brushes her teeth with a bottle of Jack. Sherry. It is. From I was toilet. just going to say. toilet Sherry. I was actually going to say. I was like, actually, it wasn't Jack. It was toilet hooch. It was. <laughs> Yours which, is way better than mine. I called it toilet Sherry. Which is a thing all its own. I just said Mrs. Mac is an interesting lady. Making Kesha look like a little bitch. She like. <laughs> Her booze in the toilet because because, yeah she keeps her booze in the toilet. Not only did she drink some and she keeps it in a book, but then she hides some in the toilet. She opens it, she brushes her teeth, then takes a swig. She take well she takes a swig and then gargles with it and fucking. What's the point of rushing your... No wonder her teeth look so bad. Dude, I'm surprised she didn't, like, spit it all over the mirror. Doesn't she look like a person? <laughs> she <does>. Just <laughs> like, there you go, bitches. Just, yeah, just mad at everything. Oh I'm going to make God. this mirror sticky. <laughs> and they're going to have to clean it, end even in, though it's my mirror. End in my day. <laughs> she does seem like a wild child. Put my flowery moo-moo on. She's, she's seen some shit. Well, so, okay, here's... Remember the tagline? Yeah, okay. okay. Shot of so we leave Mrs. Mac and her awesome dental hygiene (laughs) habits. She's got some good ones, (laughs) and we see (laughs) we see uh, keeps your whites whiter. Yes, (laughs) we see Claire in the attic window. Oh, okay, yes, and she's all wrapped up without a bow. Oh, yeah, right. right. She's got the bag on her head still, and all that, and it's like still sucked into her mouth, which is also just eerie looking, very suffocating, Mm -hmm. very suffoclary. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> it's all up close and personal shot, and the chair is rocking. <gasps> oh, rocking chair. so it says Black Christmas will rock you mm-hmm. too. Oh, got it. And they, they, she pulled that off because they obviously like poked a hole in the bag, so it yeah. sucked into her mouth. So in the back there, where it was, they could poke a hole so she could breathe. Okay. And she also, I think, was a swimmer and could hold her breath for quite a while. Oh, that's cool. Because they were like, when you're breathing, when you're wearing a freaking bag on your head, kind of ruins the effect. Yeah. So they were like, can you be miserable, sweaty, and hold your breath for a while? <laughs> She's like, um, yeah. She's like, I'm going to be a movie star forever, right? Yeah. Okay, of course I can. She's like, I'm never going to be in anything again, am I? She's in the uh, making of it, the documentary I watched yeah. on YouTube today, and it's really funny. Yeah. Yeah, she's oh, funny. That's awesome. Good for her. Good for Claire. So she's Short rocking. character. Yeah. Rocking, rocking. Now I get it. I totally forgot about the rocking chair itself. I was just, I think I was just so consumed with the fact that she was a dead woman with a bag over her head. <laughs> Just chilling Can't blame in an you attic. There. Yeah, <laughs> chilling in an attic. Just Guess that part got all me. because she was trying to look for Claude. Yeah, so. <laughs> we still don't know who that is. I'm I thought it was like a French boyfriend of one of theirs, Claude. Claude? That walks- would be that would be just calling him Claude. Are you there, Claude? <laughs> walks out with a Little croissant. Ass. Speaking of Jess, can we just talk about how pushy her man is? 
Oh, Peter. Yeah. Yeah, he is. I don't like him when she's on the phone with him. Does she say hello? Hello, Peter. She probably does anyways. Yeah, that's right. Is that when she... Yeah, she calls him. You're right. She does call him. And he's like, I got to talk to you. And he's like, okay, so we are. So what? What's up? And she's like, I want to talk to you in person. Yeah. She has an interesting accent. I don't quite know what it is. I can't place it. I've been trying to put my finger on it. Right. Can't put my finger on it. But... Yeah, I I did. So like they talk back and forth and she's like, I'll talk to you in person. Like, I want to talk to you in person. And he's like, well, can't you just tell me now? And then he does kind of redeem himself for a quick second because he's like, I'm sorry. I'm just like so tired. He's he's in the convent or something, right? Con, uh, conservatory. Go- conservatory. Yeah. And so he's just had a very long day and like of he's just pianoing. Yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, being a pianist. And he's just, he's tired, man. He's just not feeling it. And so he like kind of apologizes for it. And he's like, okay, we'll talk soon. And then I love how he's like, I love you. And she's like, I know. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, Harrison Ford. (laughs) All right. I see where you guys are going with this. Which came first, Harrison Ford or this? I'm not sure. But either way, I thought it was funny how she like totally Harrison Forded. That is funny. She totally, yeah, you're totally right. Yep. And then the, the next day, uh, we cut to like street scene, right? And this dude, like and an old dude, Dick Kids. Oh, I was like, who throws a snowball at like an elder? Um, and it hits him in the face. Um, I know who throws snowballs at elders. Dave threw an ice ball for your man friend, and he ducked, and it hit me in the head. It hit you in the ear, in the ear hole. But it was <laughs> <laughs> that hurt. <laughs> now we're married. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but the second, like anytime I see start any, <laughs> anytime that somebody gets hit in the face with a, a snowball of any kind, I always think of that story. I don't blame you. Moving on. But yes, those are some dick kids. I know. It's Claire's dad. He's yes. waiting to meet with her. He's like, it's like five past one. She's five minutes late. I don't know what he actually says. 30. But, but oh, still, shit. you know, I guess I clearly she's not. It. She's clearly never tardy. Never. So, yeah, those kids biff him in the face with a snowball. Like, talk about a rough day. Like, so rude, though. Aww. And that guy that's, like, Knocks watching him. glasses like, off. Yeah, he, I love how the guy, like, walks up and he's like, I'm sorry, I should have been watching them more, or whatever he says. And the guy's like, yeah, I guess. And he's like, I said I was sorry. And it's like, mm, that's not good enough. You should probably go whoop that kid's ass. Yeah, I, I, that guy, yes. He's, yeah. I can't. Go remember. whoop that guy's ass. He walks that up. He's does. like, how can you see without your glasses? <laughs> put your glasses on. <laughs> Claire's dad put his glasses on. Um, <laughs> so, yes. Then the guy, that guy, mm-hmm. it's like, sorry, I should have been watching those children or whatever. Yeah. Um, He gives the dad directions to the sorority house. Yes. Because his dad's like, uh, I'm Claire so-and-so. I'm glasses dad. Yeah. Obviously, <laughs> see the glasses, see the resemblance. Yeah. yeah. Where does she live and stuff? Yeah, because I don't know. And the dude, yeah, the frat guy's like, oh, I can show you. Or it describes right. where the house is. Right. So the dad goes and then um, he like busts in on the sorority house and it's like decorated in, and he doesn't appreciate it. He doesn't appreciate anything. Yeah. Really. There's like an old lady, like a grandma poster and she's flipping the bird um, and he's I, like looking around in disgust. I want that poster. <laughs> yeah. I want the granny poster of her just like slowly lifting her finger in every shot. Like yes. I love it. It's pretty I awesome. It. I want it. It's going to be us when we're old. Yep. Um. And so then he... She he hates the atmosphere, is what yes. he says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, and then, so Mrs. Mack uh, is like showing him around. She actually tries to do Clara solid or she two. She does, yeah. She's like, you know, stands up for her. She's he's, a good house mother. Yeah. He's, <clears throat> um, 
Well, for and and also takes a few swigs while she's getting ready to go downtown with him and stuff. Yeah, but, she's in the bathroom again, but she's trying to do the right thing. She covers that butt on yeah. that peace sign poster. Yeah, super funny. Yeah, and the dad's like, "Oh, damn it, my daughter's a whore. I gotta go." <laughs> I love how he's, he's a hippie whore. <laughs> she's in the bathroom and she's getting ready to like go to the frat house with him, mm-hmm. and she's like mocking him, and she's like. I didn't. I didn't send my my daughter to this place to to whatever she. I don't know. I don't even know what she to says. Like drink and, and meet boys, be, meet or boys something. or whatever. Yeah. And she's just like, oh, because I'm just like supposed to take care of all these girls. And she's just like mocking. But then I do love. I love that she commits to this part of her role, mm-hmm. regardless, because she starts to put on <laughs> lipstick just on the upper, like right. left side or yeah, right yeah, side yeah. of her lip, and then she hears a cat. She's like Claude, <laughs> and we're like, oh Claude. <laughs> There he is. And she, it never, like, the best part is, I love this because I always pay attention to continuity errors mm-hmm. and it never changes. Like, she goes and, like, stands on the stairs and yeah. she suddenly has, like, the tiniest bit of lipstick on that part of her lip. I love that. And she never changes it. No. Nope. I love it. She lipstick like commits. a quarter of her mouth. Yeah. That's super funny. I love it. I love it. I love it. I actually it. never noticed that till this time. I was like, oh, look at that. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. A little detail. She never gets clawed. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Um, she does not. No. She uh gets ready to go down, like we said, that she's gonna go downtown with Mad Dad. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> good one. Mad Dad is a good one. <laughs> he is not so pleased. Nope. And that is when we cut away to Jess visiting pianist Peter. Yeah. And, and we she- have a little bit of a moment. <laughs> We have a bit of an ish. Can I just say, though, like, <laughs> this is, like, one of the few scenes. Like, she's a beautiful girl to begin with. I'm yeah. not going to take that from her. But this is, like, for some reason, when she's in that pink hat, uh-huh. standing at that piano. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but she's, like, sexy as fuck. Oh, yeah. I don't know what it is, but, like, that is the scene that, like, out of all the scenes. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just, I think that she, she's such a babe. I love a good knitted hat. But it's cute. It she looks cute. really cute. The conversation's not cute. Oh, right. We yeah, talk she, about a shmishmortion. Oh, <laughs> damn. Did you look at my notes in no, advance? No, I didn't. She does tell him that she's full on pregs. Yeah. Preggers. Got so a little baby in my, in my belly. She's pulling like a Rizzo, but it's like for real. Yeah. It <laughs> I was going to say she was Rizzoing, but not. But really. like for like real. Like for actually, yeah. So Peter and his turtleneck, they're all stoked for the yeah. news. He wants to have it. Yep. And she's like, mm. Just prefer- I don't want to lose this figure. The Schmishmorshman. She's like, like I said. like <laughs> I want one. And, then, and Jess, her timing is awesome because Peter has his like, has to pianist in a major way, yeah. like stat. He's like, how could you? <laughs> My concentration. <laughs> I'm like, well, go pianist harder. You're having a baby, a dipshit. Right. But Jess is like, no, we're not. No, we're not. So <laughs> sorry. Going to ruin your day um, and life. Speaking of pianoing. Yeah. Right quick. Composer Carl Zittrer said in an interview that he created the bizarre music score for the film by tying forks, combs, and knives to the strings of his piano. So the sound would warp as he struck the keys. Yeah. It was creepy. Super cool. Very creepy. The whole entire... The whole thing was creepy. I love it. So he did a good job. Good job. What was his name? Uh, Carl Zittrer. Hey, Carl. Good job. Go, Carl. Hey, Carl. <laughs> hey, Carl. <laughs> so, yeah, Jess is like, uh, I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. He says, we need to talk more about this. I'll see you, what, tonight? Yeah, something like that. He's like, I'll come by at like nine or something like that. I think he says, he's he like, bye, I'll be getting a <laughs> 
It's not funny. Will you pick me up at the clinic? <laughs> I'm going to need a ride. Sorry. You okay with that? No? Glasses can do it? Okay. She's my only friend anyhow. Phil. Phil. Glasses. Colleen doesn't know her name until now. Oh, I love that. Uh, God. And then we go back to the house and it's like party time. Yeah. With kids. Oh, yeah. I guess we do kind of. Oh, I had that already beforehand. Barb's wild and she's like letting that yeah. little one drink beer or drink booze. I don't know. It's not even a beer. I'm not even sure. I just know that I like the Santa. <laughs> he's pissed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's supposed to go on that trip and now he's not going to go on the trip because Phil's going to go on the trip with Barb. Correct. And he's just sitting there and just I, I do love how he's like just kind of swearing. And I love how Barb's like, isn't Santa naughty? And that girl's like, yeah, like she knows it. Like she knows <laughs> it. And I love how he's just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> It's like, like bad Santa. It just it is like bad. It's like the original bad Santa. The OG. Yeah, he's pissed. Oh, it's so funny. Yep. Love and it. then we get another Jess answering the phone. I hate scene. it. I hate it. Hello. So creepy call. And then I think that's when we go to the police station. But can we just say that Creeper knows about your baby? Oh, yeah. Well, because, something. Well, yeah. he does. There's he, like baby he, he says a couple baby noises and. He does kind of say some weird kind of odd things. Not like he doesn't say it until later. That's like very obvious. Yes. But he does say a couple things that you're like, oh, this person knows somehow about your baby. Yes. There's definitely some context clues. Yes. But then, yes, right after that, we do go to the police station. Barb, glasses and dad. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, boy. They're like. Mr. Harrison and the gang head to the police station <laughs> and Barb's being an ass. Yeah, dude. Yeah, they drunk go right there in the station. Ermergerd. They go to report Claire missing and she's like, <laughs> like literally cracking a beer. Well, and Phil's like, stop it. Stop it. I'm the proper one. There's always one of me in every group and I'm the one that's the proper one. Cut it out. Everyone loves a purse beer. Uh <laughs> Right. <laughs> so, according to Bob Clark, yeah, Margot Kidder insisted on drinking real alcohol for the various scenes where Barb has to be drinking and be intoxicated. So she was an asshole. So she was I'm just, just partying it up. Yep. Um. And yeah, there's a new exchange, fellatio. Yes. <laughs> so um. Funny. She does. She does. At one point, he he asks the one. Uh, the one. Uh, what is it? What are they called? Police policemen. Yeah. Uh, mm. The one detective policeman, whatever, asks for the address, right? Yeah, the phone number. Yeah, the phone number. Yeah. But you know what I don't understand? Like, it's hilarious, but she gives fellatio as a yeah. phone number. Well, the, so back in the day, there were extensions before phone number, like the numbers in your phone number. So it would be like letters and then the phone, your phone number. What? So that's why she's like, it's a new extension. It's F-E, fellatio. <gasps> Oh, so it, like, I didn't it, know that. Yeah, it meant something in the 70s. Like, I don't really understand it terribly I much. I don't but, either. Yeah. I See, I didn't I didn't catch on to that at that exact moment. So mm-hmm. now I, I feel enlightened because now I know more, but I still don't get it. But it's still better than nothing. Nash writes it down. He's just, like, how do you spell it? Is that two L's? <laughs> I've never had it, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So good. I love that. Okay. So she spells out Felice. They, yeah. they give the phone number for the sorority house and mm-hmm. say Claire's missing. We don't know what's up and yeah. all that jazz. And then a phone number for them to get back in touch. Right. And, uh, you know, Barb's like, 
I'm out of beer. Let's get out of here. Yep. Um, <laughs> I need I need another one. Drink my last one. I, this was supposed to be my roadie, and I, I knew cut into it, it too I was soon. Little <laughs> <laughs> roadie. Uh, and then we cut to. I think this is where we cut to Peter's performance. Very angry. I'm convinced he didn't know how to play the piano even before the bad news. No, it was so bad. Like well, I don't know what that song was, but it sucked. It, I didn't like it. It, it was just like somebody pounding on keys. It was like ba- I could do it. It was like Bach <laughs> instead of Bach. <laughs> it was so bad. It was terrible. I hated every second of it. <laughs> so then they go home and Jess, that's when they tell Jess that Claire's missing. Yeah. It's a fish. Jess is like, what? <laughs> Who? <laughs> They're like, Claire, God damn. And she's just like, hello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go for her as Halloween. You should. And just walk around to everyone. And he's like, hello. Never. Just carrying a green phone. <laughs> kind of like you did, but green. With that sweater on, my hair, I'll just grow my hair out long and just go around to the party all night. Just, that's all I'm going to say. It's perfect. Well, then, hello, same John Saxon cop role you're always great at, sir. Yes. Hello. Sweet man. I love him. Yeah. He's great. He's better in this one, though. Like, he had, like, he. He's more um, gives, in tune with going. With, gives with, two shits. Yes, with what's going on. <laughs> yeah. I know. I have notes about that. Yeah. You keep ruining it. I'm sorry. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm joking. I'm just on. We're on the same wave. It makes me laugh. Uh, we both are <laughs> drunk from the same Yule tonight. Yes, we- <laughs> same Yule log. We've burnt it together. <laughs> So Claire's dad is enjoying some Mrs. Mac down home cooking. Yeah. They're all sitting around. Barb's like continuing to slur her way around the room. <laughs> I love her. Uh, Sharing I, turtle facts. I was shit. just say Barb's turtle fucking story. Like, can we just talk about that? Did you know what breed of turtle she's referring to? No. It's the sea turtle. Really? Turtle. Tur- <laughs> It's a new species. It's a new new species. (laughs) Sea turtles. (laughs) That's how it's spelled on my notes. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I'm not gonna recover from that one. Sorry. (laughs) It's a sea turtle. Well, Barb's on her way to marine biologist. And I'm on my way to spelling bee champion. So a sea turtle? <laughs> I meant to say tortoise to be funny, but it came out uh, as turtoise. Wait, there's a sea tortoise? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> okay, I thought they were land creatures. They don't first of all, am, right? First of all, it's tortoise. <laughs> I can't. I can't with you. I'm canting. I have tears. And I think Barb's carrying around some guilt in her flask because that's what I was talking about earlier. She's like, why don't you all just admit it that if Claire's dead, it's my fault. Yeah, right? She's <laughs> such an asshole. And I was like, okay, Barb, it's your fault. We're like, yeah, you killed her. <laughs> okay, you happy? You put the bag on her head. Go to bed. Go to bed. Yeah, <laughs> she does. She's like, I'll just... Uh, Glasses is like, I think it's time you tuck in. I, I think it's Barb is a little self-projecting. Yeah, it's, she's a little <laughs> guilty there over something she didn't do. She wasn't didn't feel guilty about saying fuck in front of Claire's dad a bunch of times. Or like telling the guy at the police station that their phone number started with fellatio. <laughs> 
Or cracking a fucking beer in the police station. I mean, or it was feeding the 70s. a kid alcohol. Or saying, <laughs> that Santa's naughty, isn't he? Well, that was... I know, but she was still allowing that it. That was well-deserved. I guess. Anyways. <sighs> oh, can we talk about... I don't think Peter's going to be playing that piano again. No, he... Bra- oh, by the way, can we just mention really fast? Because we, we do come back to it for a quick second. That 13-year-old girl is missing. They do mention oh. it at the police station really fast. Correcto. Just... That's all I wanted to say. That's yep. it. But anyways... Right. Um, but yeah, I just said Jess's man because... Excuse me. I don't think I knew his name that yet either. Mm. But yeah, did he... Did he like... Did, did he, was it needed to like break, break the piano? Yikes. Well, I mean, obviously, let's be real. Maybe it makes sense that he broke it because his piece was not good. Yes. His girlfriend's going to have a smushmorshan. Smushmorshan. And smushmorshan. Yes. And um, he's like not, he's not having a good day. So like not only is like he, he, him and his girl are having a bad time. He did a really bad job at his piano recital or whatever that was. <laughs> Rehearsal. Um, trying to make I it. I have in, a feeling there was more at stake than try, that. Trying to. Well, I didn't know that, like, if you wanted to be. Where, where is he going to the conservatory? Yeah. Yeah. So, what's a concert? Like, for it, religious purposes, right? No. What is that? I think it's like a music academy. Oh. I think he's going, you know, to be like. That makes more sense. Yeah. I thought he wanted to be like a priest or something. <laughs> I know nothing about anything. He's wearing the like thing. He's wearing the thing. You know, he's not the esophagus cover. uh, (laughs) I don't know what it's called to keep the devil out. Um, (laughs) To hide your Adam's apple. So Eve doesn't eat it. And then the girls head out to listen to John Saxon's get out there and find Claire speech. Yeah, they go out and they're like Claire and this little 13 year old girl. Mm -hmm. Like together, they're like, hey. Mr. Harrison and this lady that were was just introduced into the story. Yeah. Her 13-year-old daughter that nobody knows at all. Yeah. They're both missing. Yeah. Let's go find them. Let's hunt. And make sure make sure he was he meant business. He's like stay together. Yeah. Like, don't go wandering. We got dogs. We got dogs and and he tells the people with the dogs you make sure that they stay close to you or whatever the fuck because that could fuck shit up. Totally. That's exactly what he says. Yeah, they make a plan. And they're like, let's go. Mm-hmm. And then I just kept thinking in my head, how big is this park? Um, I was just being a dick in my <laughs> mind. I was like, what if it's like literally the size of like my backyard? While the girls are out do-gooding, Peter parks some butt on a bench outside the sorority house and oh, is just creepy. staring at it till Jess gets home or whatever, yeah. till the time it is then there's that they're supposed to meet, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, Don't just, forget about Mrs. Max Sherry, very best friend. She just was swigging it again, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's packing a bag. Yeah, packing a bag. Yep, she's getting but it. But yes, yep. let's not forget about Peter. Just like and he's just creeping outside. It's kind of a cool scene, though. Like it's creepy, mm-hmm. and it, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Um, but it's creepy and it's cool that he the way that they shot it. That it's like kind of his silhouette, but you can kind of tell it's definitely him. Yeah, but yeah, like you said, he's just like sitting out on like a stoop or yeah, who knows? Wait until it's time to talk about the more mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Mrs. Max packing a bag. She's getting ready to peace out on her own as well. Yep, right? she's like I'm out of this place. Yep, a cab's on its way. She's peacing. Yep. And then, and then again, gotta find Claude because there he is. Meow. Yeah, Claude the cat. Mom. 
And clearly he doesn't answer to his name being called ever. No. Because she's like, here, Kitty. She says it a lot. And she says, she says like a lot. Oh, Claude, look what you made me do. I know. He's like, ew, you smell like booze, not catnip. Yeah, I'm hiding from you. I don't you. like it. And your teeth are like the color of my fur. Get out of here. <laughs> Sorry. Gray and dry. I do what? love her though. Like, oh, yeah. What? <laughs> Falling out. I don't know why. <laughs> Dry sockets before they're even sockets. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that is gross, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Okay. So we find that Mrs. Mack, all on account of trying to find Claude, she's a climber too. Yeah, but I don't, I still, I mean, I guess I do, but I don't understand like what, like, what makes her think that the cat is in the attic why would when a, the attic doors close like the cat can't get in there why would a cat climb a ladder like that to begin with they can but why would they i mean i know they're capable of but it why but yeah you have plenty of other shit to f with in that right. house than trying to so have to climb up in the attic you have an entire like set of stairs to run up and down and like banisters to balance on and girls know? to rub your fangs on like yeah. why do you yeah i'm yeah. not buying it nope and then, so she does go upstairs into the attic and is looking around. Yeah. And then you see someone. Ugh, it's so creepy. Up there. It is so creepy. And then she does kind of like do the slow, like she senses something. Yeah. And she does the slow turn and he's just holding that hook. Yeah, it's like a pulley. Yeah. Like a hook thing. Yeah. yeah like hanging from the ceiling. Heavy looking. Very, yeah. Because he's <laughs> like shaking. Yeah. You can see him physically shaking and then yeah. he just like lets it go. Yeah, she gets thumped in the dome by that huge thing. Doesn't it like hook around her neck though? Or does he hook it around her neck? Um, I think he rigs her up. Yeah. Because he just swings it. I think I feel like it clocks her, but I don't know. Like but you like, just how see it swing at her. Whatever. We're not gonna get into that deep. That's a good point. That deep That's a good point. I know, but let's not get into that deep part of it, because who knows why that happened. Or why it didn't happen. She misses her taxi. Oh, she sees Claire though. Yes, she does. For she, she like, looks, sees. she kind of looks and sees, and like focuses it on Claire, and like kind of freaks out, and that's when she gets the good call. Yeah, she's hung like Holly. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> hung with care. Yeah, um, <laughs> by the ch- not by the chimney, in the chimney, maybe yeah. I don't know. So <laughs> then, her taxi is missed. He does. He does try to come to the door. Yeah, though. he He's does. Like, hello. I can't remember who he is. He doesn't say hello. He says hello. <laughs> it's the male He's equivalent. Very angry. He is part of production, and now I can't remember who he was. And then we see the intruder upstairs in the base or uh, upstairs in the basement, right? The <laughs> cellar. Upstairs in the basement. The cellar on the top floor. Wait, He's, where do we see it? We see him in the attic and he wigs out. Oh, yeah. He's like freaking out for some reason. But why is he freaking out? Well, he gives and he gives. Claire's chair a rock and destroys the attic and yeah. I, I think he's just an insanely disturbed oh, well. human who wiggeths out when he does something bad. Maybe, maybe? But like it's kind of, well maybe they just don't show it but like it's weird that we don't experience that after he kills Claire but who knows. Mm-hmm. But yes, I do yeah, think, that's well, I mean he's clearly disturbed. I mean his actions are not questionable. But he makes a phone call after he kills Claire and kind of, and like talks about things that he does that are bad. He always makes that's a phone right. call. That's right. You know? Yeah, that's right. So maybe that's what he, but yeah, you're right. We don't see him wiggeth every time. <clears throat> no, but right. that time is pretty, it's pretty intense. It is. Yeah, he destroys the place. Yep. And uh, and then we go back to the little search party where Aww. they're all keeping their little hands warm around a barrel fire. Yeah, we hear some screams. Looking like some homeless people. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, well, in just pieces. 
She leaves. Yeah, she's like, goodbye. She's like, I have to go meet Peter. <laughs> um, <laughs> with my hot ass. So she- <laughs> my, not wearing my cute hat, though. Anyways. <laughs> so she's like, I got to get home and talk about my probable non-future with Peter. Yeah. You guys stay here and look for things, and then you're right. There's some There's bad some news. Bad news bears. At the park. But no bears. That's true. It could have been by bears. <laughs> they don't know. All yet. evidence points to not, but yeah, you're right. It's possible. It is a nature preserve. Yeah. <laughs> 12 feet by 12 feet. <laughs> they we found have, her very quickly. We have 18 police dogs. <laughs> Don't go near them. They're like, well, we're always near them because we're in a small location. <laughs> They're like, they might pick up on your scent and think you are the one that's dead. <laughs> Just teasing. So, yeah, they do find a body in yeah. the park. Which we don't see, which I love mm-hmm. because it just, once again, as we've talked about a thousand times, the older movies leave your imagination to just run wild. Totally. So she could have been massacred. We don't know. She could have been contorted. Her face could be like, ah, who knows? (laughs) I hate when a face is like that. (laughs) (laughs) The things of my other nightmares. (laughs) I don't know why I'm trying to sound like a bird. Well, you're succeeding admirably. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. Oh, we're like, I'm done listening now. Okay. Oh, can we talk about another Jess answering the phone scene? Hello. I'm <laughs> gonna do it every time just so everybody else can feel our annoyance. And this, if you haven't seen the movie. This time there's like sounds of baby crying. Oh, I hate it. Like setting this, the tone. This crank call is is one of those it's not even a crank call, but I called it a crank call. It I literally just put Jesus. Well, it's not crank anchors, but it is cranky. I do love crank anchors. <laughs> um Jesus, like G-E-E-Z-U-S. That's just my way of being like, oh, my God. It's per- it's scary as hell. It is terrifying. And then she hangs up and she's like, Mrs. Mac, who, much like Claude, also isn't responding to <laughs> yeah, her name. No, no, no. <laughs> but she's not responding for a different reason. This is true. She can't hear you right now. Mrs. Claude is, she's been taken. <laughs> Liam Neeson's like, hey. It's <laughs> taken. She's been talking. <laughs> I'm here for her and her booze. Uh, <laughs> so she calls the cops. Yeah. To report like the she harassing business. Phone. Yes, she does. Finally. I think it's funny. She, she's like, I'm calling to report harassing phone calls. We're being harassed or whatever. Yeah. And she's like, yes, I'll hold, but only for a moment. I'm like, well, if you don't keep holding, you're not going to accomplish anything. So well, you better stay on That's why I said that she means business because she's like, I'm not oh. waiting for very long. This needs to like, <laughs> this needs to get fixed ASAP. Chop, chop, idiots. Right? And uh, <laughs> oh, man. And that's where we see feet slowly coming down the stairs behind her. Because, mm-hmm. well, actually, I digress. We see like a cool scene, like shot from up the stairs where you can see her. Yes. And then you see feet. I love that staircase. Isn't that? Oh, that, I am obsessed with it. How it goes down and it goes over. That is one. That's what I want. Of the major reasons for the house being picked was because of that staircase. Bob it's Clark. Perfect. He liked the way that he would be able to get a good shot of someone's feet at the top without seeing their body. Right. It is really cool. It's terrifying. It is. Like, but here's the problem, though. Like this movie now. Oh, no, I can't talk about it because it's gonna get stuck in my head forever i quit oh okay i well, can't have an old house now because i'm gonna nope do you done do you want to instead talk about the fact that the feet belong to peter and his turtleneck yes i forget every time that yeah. that's him yeah you're I'm always like, ooh, like ooh. i mean it's still creepy though but i oh, do awesome. want to know like so she comes home so like i still have questions i already know the answer but i still have questions how did peter get in the house 
Well, I mean, even the one the at the other night, Barb's like, the door's ajar. That's like, true. I just think that they're like silly. They're idiots and they don't know how to close the door. Could be. And lock it. Yeah. Morons. I mean, Claude. it is. It is Claude it's opened probably, it. It's probably Claude. It's like, later. Claude, look what you made me do. <laughs> I hung myself. <laughs> I'm gonna go not respond to my name elsewhere. <laughs> I'm gonna go hang with Claire for a little bit. I missed her. Oh shit, Buck. So yeah, it is Peter who was at the house to see her anyway. That was yeah. the plan. She yeah. just didn't know he was in there. And she's like, oh my gosh, like a creep. And like, why did he sit outside for a while? And then he's like, you know what? I'm just gonna go in. Right? It's cold outside. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? I guess that's true. Though. Or I don't know. Go join the search party and wait for like just there well he was pianoing he was occupado yeah well that ended quickly <laughs> yeah he ruined his he ruined his chances <laughs> goes his career then we go back to the police station where we hear uh i think it's nash again i think he's just like the secretary slash he's the dumb one yeah <laughs> silly cop I don't know. Yeah, not cop, not yeah. to be confused with the laughing cop. Yeah. Or whatever the hell his name is. <laughs> it just laughs. He doesn't have a name. First name laughing, last name cop. I think he has. Uh, his, or detective. His real name. He's not a detective. It's, I, oh, I don't, uh, it's not laughing no, detective. It is, it is laughing detective. Hold on. Ridiculous. I have it. He's the very last one on the list. His real name is John Rudder, but uh, he just gets laughing detective as his as What his is credit. he detecting? Uh, <laughs> laughter. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I got this one, guys. <laughs> Someone told a really funny joke the other day. I can't tell it to you, but if I hear it, I will cue the laughter. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here for you. Canned laughs. Yeah. So we hear um, Nash confirm to Claire, or uh, I'm sorry, confirm to Jess on the phone that the body in the park was a young girl yes. who had been murdered. And it's not Claire. Not Claire. Nope. Right. Um, And then that's when Peter's like, Jess... I'm leaving the conservatory. <laughs> I'm leaving the house of, of pianos. Yes. For you. And um, she's like, okay, great. Well, we still have to have this mishmorshan talk. I know, right? Well, it's so funny, too, because I'm like, well, at that point, he has to leave because he destroyed their property. So I'm yeah, sure they're not going to really have a choice. Stoked to have you back. I don't think they're going to be like, you know what? We understand you had a bad day. <laughs> well, we understand you hit a couple keys wrong, and we're going to give you a second chance. If you'll restring it. We'll consider all forgotten. And maybe piece it back together. <laughs> Completely. And then, yeah, he's like, and then he's already... We'll settle for a baby grand. You don't have to get us the original <laughs> grand piano. Elton John comes with it. <laughs> he, like, pops out of it. <laughs> silly... No, that's Billy Joel. He has, like, silly glasses on and stuff. Oh, no, wait, that is Elton. I just had a moment. I can't even. I just, I started singing the Crocodile Rock in my head. Oh, Isn't that yeah. it? Yeah. And yeah. I don't know why I stopped myself and said that's Billy Joel. All, that's the not. all the Muppets pop out with him at that point. <laughs> that's a great episode. <laughs> oh, shit. It's so funny. Well, and Peter's like, and then comes marriage. Like, he's like, we're going to get married. Yeah. And she's like, mm, I have plans in my life that aren't you. She's like, listen, <laughs> I have a lot of greetings to give. I have decided that it, the only way to live my life is to become an operator. <laughs> so I'm really good at answering phones. John Saxon. Yeah. Is ready to call the Mr. sorority. Mr. Hotbody. Right? He's ready to call the sorority. He's about to dial some fellatio. He is. And Pop funnies. Nash is like now finally kind of in on the joke. Yeah. I, he's like, I don't think you could pick your nose without written instructions. Yep. I think that's what he says. Yes, he does. And then that's where the laughing detective <laughs> yeah. comes in. Because he's like, ha, 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 He's just always he's in the like, background laughing. Ha, ha, ha. 
Literally. That's they, what he sounds they like. They couldn't too. have credited him better no. in this. And that makes me laugh. So like, we know your title. Ah, <laughs> uh, so good. And then um, it's time for a tap. They talk about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very intricate stuff. Yes. For the 70s. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. they just kind of like, is this one? Wait. They, they, because they have the conversation and like, Jess convinces them like, this is serious. Get your asses over here. Well, and Peter, yeah, Peter's pissed and he's like, you'll be sorry and leaves. And then yeah. John Saxon comes over. Yes. And that's when they start talking yep. about like, we're going to tap your phone. Yeah. And do all these things. How many phones do you have in the house? And they're like, two. Yeah. And they're like, and then there's one in the house mother's room. And they're like, but nobody's ever called from that phone. <laughs> yeah. She's, she's not here. She's drinking sherry somewhere at a bar. Yeah. He pokes around a little too. They like he take you know he goes and looks in Claire's room and nothing's they there. They give him like a tour. Yeah, yeah, nothing notable. Anyway, you know, right? And then uh, yeah, they Barb's sleeping. Yeah, Barb's sleeping it off, sleeping off her. And everyone was. has like a chuckle about it. They're He's like, like was she the one getting hammered at the station today? And they're <laughs> like, like yes. yes, oh Barb. Glasses is like, yeah, I tried to restrain her. It didn't work. <laughs> I just told her to go to sleep. That's what we do. She's kind of like a dog. Uh, so she yeah he they rig the house i can't they rig, uh, they rig I just, the house my next note is ridiculous and then the lieutenant that's john saxon yeah. he pieces yep they tap the phone in the house whatever yeah and then he pieces yep and then glasses has a meltdown well yeah and well too go figure oh, did I skip something no 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 it's just that peter's still lurking outside in the darkness i noticed yeah he's a fucking weirdo he just has to look like that guy he really just wants a child yeah, and does. wants marriage and he wants to go back to the conservatory to be a man of the pianos but he can't mm. man of the pianos <laughs> i mean he's not a man of god lord like I of thought. the flies Man of the pianos. No, he's just the man of the broken pianos. <laughs> Tickle- Baby grand and the like. Tickler of the ivory. <laughs> <laughs> he, um, yeah, he's a, he's a lurker. He's a weirdo. But you're right. I had the same exact note. I was like, okay, Phil has a meltdown. Yeah, and she's a psychic. Yes. She's yeah. Like, I just know that Claire's dead. It's I can, like, could you be it. a little bit more like cynical? Maybe she's just out having a good time for once. She's not, though. She's dead in the eye. I know. I know she is. <laughs> Phil can feel the aura. Phil's like, I just, I can feel it. It's black, which means she's dead. I think she's wrapped up like a Christmas present somewhere. <laughs> and there's no bow. <laughs> yeah, it's cellophane paper. You can see right through the presents ruined. <laughs> so she goes to bed, leaving Jess the sole responsibility for answering the phone more when that fucking creep I calls. I know. And like, can we talk about like what? And she has to keep him on the line for a long time. Which is even worse. So scary. Um, um, but like, what a boring and annoying task! Just waiting for a creeper guy, creeper guy to call and have to like trace it, mm-hmm. and then on foot, nonetheless. So like, for her to have to wait, and then for them to have to trace the call literally on foot through like the tiniest little spaces, like Ugh. what an intricate, insane system that they had in the seventies. I don't even understand. It looks like a card catalog for phone calls. Yeah, I, I don't even understand. Like, how does he <laughs> know that one. that's the one that I don't even? I didn't pay attention enough to this part to know. Like, if it's raining, how does he know that's where it's gonna? Uh, yeah. Aren't there like millions of rows? I would think. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that there's like more than like five phones in that town. I would think. Well, they're all using some different exchange. He's like, where's the fellatio exchange section? <laughs> I don't know where that. Maybe that's why they did it like that. F-A's. Oh, maybe. I'm sure that their actual extension was not fellatio. But anyway. No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. But I feel like I have homework to do. 
about how to understand yeah. how phones work. <laughs> in the 70s. Real ones. Not the weird not ones we use ones, now. Yeah, that we can take pictures on and like, like just type words to each other. And then another um, stop by this police station. I don't have where they they just talk. The cops talk about catching the creep with the wiretap. They like game plan it. Like now that everything's set up. Oh, that's right. They're like, this is just going to happen. Connecting scene. Yeah. Um, And then we go back to Claire being rocked in her chair. The best seat in the house. She's like, I can see everything. (laughs) I know who's coming in and out. (laughs) Best view ever. And then um, we see a POV shot of the intruder heading downstairs from the attic. Yeah, it's terrible. He's going to go visit Barb. He's so creepy. I love it. I hate it. I hate him. And then from even more downstairs with Jess, we hear gasping for breath super crazy gasping for breath yeah terrifying 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 gasps for breath yeah barb runs upstairs and barb is having a panic attack oh my god (laughs) nothing's there oh my god god no it's this i'm telling you all i did was i went like this like to look over here and i saw this and i as i was telling the story i freaked myself out anyways breathe colleen nothing's there Literally not. I promise. Just you. Billy. It's a dog. <laughs> mm, no, no, because you know the next scene that I'm picturing my mind, right? It's awesome. I hate it. Well, so but yeah, so Barb's having a panic attack. Yeah, nightmare. she's having like an asthma. Well, because asthma nightmare, a p- panic attack. Jess runs upstairs into Barb's room, and I'm like, she's not only a drunk, she's a nerd with an inhaler, right? So Jess gives her her inhaler. Yep. And then Barb, like, kind of comes out of it. Yeah. And says she had a dream that someone was, was in her room. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> I, and he, something probably went. Oh, dreams do come true. <laughs> um. So, but then, ugh, just when I thought the scariest of noises was the phone calls, there's fucking carolers. I know. <gasps> but you know what the worst part is? What? My mind, I mean, we, we, we are watching, we watched a movie called Black Christmas. So I think it's only appropriate for me to say this. During a time where there's carolers and they're all the age of that little girl, shouldn't they all be like mourning the death of a potential like schoolmate? Yeah, but that just happened that night. They oh, found that's out. That's true. You know? I guess they wouldn't ruin their Christmas by being like, hey, do you remember little Susie? Yeah, she's been massacred in the park. <laughs> so. They're all on Christmas break, loving life, throwing snowballs at old people. Right? You know? Right in their eye. Yeah. Breaking their glasses. Glasses. Shitheads. Phil. <laughs> Whenever Bill. <laughs> Mr. Harrison. <laughs> so yeah, they doubled down on creepy by having some children sing. Yeah. Um, how awkward. Like, I'm just usually uncomfortable when people sing at me in like an intimate setting like that when it's not a lot of people. And then yeah. Je- but Jess is like enjoying it, which I She's guess like, I'm just gonna have a moment. Good for her though. She's had a day. I how she pushes her hair away. Oh yeah. On both sides. Yeah. I just I don't like anything about Jess. So, <laughs> other than that she's, she's pretty. Hot. <laughs> I like her pink hat. Thank goodness for her looks and her hat's look. <laughs> Thank God for the hat, because that's the only saving grace. Anyways. <sighs> well then we go back to Barb's room. Then we go back to Barb. So like the kids are singing. Yeah, They're a Carolyn. Yes, we do. And then mm-hmm. Barb is like sleeping amongst her glass menagerie. You know? Oh, yeah. And then the intruder, as I like to call him right now, mm-hmm. just because it's fun, he picks out his favorite little unicorn. It's a unicorn. Mm-hmm. 
thought it was a narwhal at first. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> Either way, still, it's got a horn. Yeah, it does. Yes. Comes in handy, too. It does. Because he starts to stab her ass with it. Nothing like death by a unicorn. It's like a psycho scene. Only way to go. Yeah, it is very stabby, psycho-y. But I love, I think it's like visually stunning. It is. It's like red. It's like glassy, and then the bright red in this movie, the blood's and really like red. Moonlight, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the and it keeps cutting back and forth from the carolers to that. Yes, and I yep. love that scene. Yep, yep. Um, he actually, according to uh, Bob Clark, the original script for the film featured murder scenes that were way more graphic than what they were in this movie, and he considered the film to be more of a psychological horror film than a slasher film. Oh, okay. So he kept it a little bit more arty. Oh. If you will. Okay, nice. With the scenes like that. Thanks, (laughs) Bob. Thanks, Mr. Clark. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, guess what? Another Jess answering the phone scene. Uh, Do it. Hold on. Hello? (laughs) Hello? (laughs) That was too high-pitched, but I I was still on the right... You're good. You're good. You got the right cadence. Yeah. Um, And then this one... They repeat dialogue from Peter. Yeah, but is it actually Peter or no? No. What? It's not, it's not Peter? I <laughs> thought it was Peter. Well, we don't know. Yet. He's crying. It can't be Peter. He's crying. And they pick up the, like, they trace the call. Well, they say that on the call, it says just like having a wart removed. Which That's is, the point that I was trying to. Yeah, which to is really earlier. creepy. And she's like, what? Yeah, it's really creepy. Yeah, extremely. But how he says it, though, it's like having a wart removed. He doesn't yeah. say it like that. I just made myself sound like a Muppet speaking witch. Well, and it may be Agnes. Like, that's the other entity that the voice on the phone is Multiple acting. personalities? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's definitely got a lot of things going on there. All kinds of stuff. Yep. Um. Mm. So, yeah, that part is super creepy. And the lieutenant calls so he can hear the calls when jess gets these calls a phone rings at the police station and john saxon's listening as well yes so once that call ends he calls jess to chat about it and ask questions including like hey what was that about well he's like who was the dude in the turtleneck from earlier like tell me about this chap you know what i mean and Mm -hmm. so um but then phil is back in the scene there's like a walk and talk up yeah, yeah, her and Jess talk and for a minute. And then they have like they have like a quick as you like to say stop and chat with mm-hmm. each other. And then not that this is important, but it just kind of made me cringe. Not like in a scary way. Excuse me, not in a scary way, but like kind of like a it go away. Mm-hmm. The two random guys that just pop into the house oh. and they're like they're like uh make sure you lock your doors and stuff. Like they're very like we know, like let's just be honest, like no spoilers. Oh, it's horrible. They well, don't, they're not part of anything. Well, but the other thing that happened before maybe that, they are, I don't know. So, so what did I miss? There's another phone call. So oh, Jess shit. and did Phil, Jess and Phil start to talk. They have like a little, a little moment, and then there's another phone call. But it's um, Peter. So there is Peter calling, and he's crying. Yes, I must have not. I don't know how I like did not notate the call that was like about the wart. There's a lot of phone calls back to back right here. There is. Because the cop is listening to like all of them, right? So Peter calls and that was when I was like weepy voiced killer. Like he sounds like it to me. Yes, he does. He's all weepy. I miss you so much. And uh, so so that is Peter at one point. Peter is on the phone. Yes. And he's Mm -hmm. bawling his eyes out. 
um, to Jess and saying like, I love, you know what I mean? Like I yeah. want us to have this baby together, blah, blah, blah. Um, yes, that's that. Okay. And then, <laughs> and oh, then. but I did want to say about the weepy voice killer yeah, yeah, because yeah. it did, it did like, so I was re when I was watching the movie, I typed like, hello, weepy voice killer. Ugh. And then I was reading about the movie doing my homework or whatever. I hate the clips that I've heard of that man. Oh, it's terrible. I I, I, mm, I don't like to listen to the real stuff. Well, then I was reading about that and then it came up and it was like, mm. you know, the calls from Billy is what they're referencing. But yes. when I was listening to Peter cry, that's when I thought of it. Yeah. But so a little bit about the weepy voiced killer. Ugh. Nothing terrible, but Paul Michael Stefani was mm-hmm. his name, a.k.a. the weepy-voiced killer, as we've been saying, mm-hmm. as we do, uh, <laughs> as would, we do. <laughs> would call police after committing his murders and confess. Um, IMDb stuff that I was reading said uh, his and Billy's ramblings are similar as they were confusing and disorienting with changes in the voices, meaning that they could not be properly identified. However, unlike Billy, Stefani was not vulgar in his calls and was confessing to his murders. Yes. He was actually confessing. He was like a, a little pussy about it, mm-hmm. but like at the same time, like just it's just creepy that like he killed people and just the way that he sounded was just so, oh Ugh. my God. It is really disturbing. I don't know what's worse. Yeah. I mean, I think Billy's worse like scary wise he's way worse but like I think I don't know the whole thing's creepy anyways well that's when the lieutenant is listening Mm -hmm. to the schmashmorshman conversation he is and he's like so what's this about exactly I don't know what you're talking about exactly I can't talk to you about my schmashmorshman it's my body I'll do what I want and he's like one word motive yeah motive for Peter yes you know so yeah it's all coming together yep um and then the search party peepers stopped by. Yeah, that's when that's they stopped when by. Yeah, the so guy I has a gun. I was like, they like, opened the door. Yeah, why would you? I'd be like, we don't know. Well, I mean, once again, let's let's go back to it's the seventies. I like to think I wouldn't open the door for those weirdos. I wouldn't open the door for anybody. Period. They're looking in your window first, and then they come to the door. I'm like, oh, that seems like yeah, the wrong it order. It, well, I just like the whole. This is like one of those scenes that. I don't I don't dislike it. It didn't lose me, but I feel like it could have just been not included. Yeah, like it like, was kind of like a filler that just Yeah. They could have done something. They could have just not put it in period. They didn't need to. They're like, look out for weirdos out there, ladies. And they're like, like, you're weird right now. It's like, yeah, I mean, like, why are you? I mean, it's kind of like a funny exchange, but it's a very awkward exchange. Yeah. And I don't know if they just like toss that in there to like make the audience think like maybe it's one of them. Right. But it's like, um, it's very unlikely. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, they're on the outside of the house. <laughs> they're in the wrong not that area. anybody, not, not that anybody inside the house knows what's going on yet, but, like, the point is, I don't know. It's just stupid. Yeah. I didn't like it. Yeah. It did seem like filler. Yeah. But that's okay. Whatever. Well, then Phil's like, and I'm going upstairs again. Like, bye. Yeah, see you later. But she's going to check up on Barb. Yeah. She hears uh, some sounds when she gets up there. Yeah, don't do that. And then we notice that the little attic hatch is open. Uh, yeah. Still, he never left that room. No, he did not. Because that's where she tiptoes into. And then she just gets yanked. The door slams. Oh, God, I hate. Yeah. I hate it. Love it. I hate it. Because you know he was standing behind that door and it was all dark and Ugh, creepy. I hate it. It's so good. Creepy, creepy, creepy. Hanging behind the door. Yep. Well, the room's already dark, too, which doesn't help. Right. So how was she to know? Poor glasses. Ugh, bye, Phil. I know. It's the worst. And then the lieutenant 
uh, John Saxon. <laughs> it's his name. Uh, Just call him John. Character's name is John. As John as John. Um, as John Saxon. Played by John Saxon. As he is. As he is. <laughs> um, he swings by where Peter destrung his own piano there. Yeah. And I'm like, that carnage isn't suspicious at all. Like, he's already no. suspicious of Peter. Now he's like, oh, <laughs> someone's got a... <laughs> someone's got an anger problem. Yeah, someone's got a violent streak to them. Yeah. And then, guess what? Another Jess answer in the phone scene. Oh, God. I was... I, I did say, though, like, so, like, real quick, not to, like, back up too much by any means, hmm. but... uh, So, like, Glasses goes to check on Barb. We saw that. And then we see that, like, you know... John goes to check on to see Peter and how not Peter, but like that he's a little bit crazed. Yeah. And can we just say that like and then there was Jess. Yeah. Because like now there's nobody. Literally the last to be last. Yeah. And she doesn't know it yet. Last girl standing. Final girl. Final girl. Um, but yeah, so uh now we have another phone call. Yep. Multiple voices. There Hello. <laughs> <laughs> fighting and screaming and it's all crazy Ooh, sounding it's terrible and then the one voice is like where's that baby yeah i'm like oh my god yeah no it's terrifying um i fucking hate all of it i have a little bit about that oh god okay so um da, da, da. the audio for the demented phone calls was edited into the film during post production okay so while shooting the footage for the phone call scenes the actresses were actually just reacting to threatening dialogue being spoken from director bob clark from just off camera um and he said then clark um said that those scenes were filmed and then eventually the profane dialogue was recorded when um he said he wanted the girls reactions to be kind of low-key and numb yeah. As he didn't want them to overwhelm the shock dialogue they used for the scene. So he edited the um, phone stalker recordings afterward, which were really crazy sounding. Yes. You know what I mean? Like as far as what he was saying. But he wasn't like saying what. So I thought that was interesting to read after the fact because when I was watching it this time in the first phone call where Barb's talking to the killer on the phone, right. I was like, they're not really for what he's saying. They're kind of like chill on chill. it right yeah, really chill so after i read that i was like oh right like he wanted that <laughs> oh right that's right it's shaky isn't it right <laughs> they wanted them to look like that are we back to uh what was his name shit austin powers no the conjuring three or the conjuring two oh. what was his name will w- william what was his name i'm I'm William, I am. That's not, no, oh, that that's his, not it. That's not it at all. Fuck, it wasn't Bill. Was it Bill? It may have been Bill. Or that's what we kept calling him. Shit, but what was his last name? It was something very like... Wilkins. Wilkins. <laughs> we kept saying, it was Bill Wilkins. We kept saying Watkins. <laughs> I think it was Wilkins. It is. Oh, I'm Bill Wilkins. You get out of my house. <laughs> Anyways... <laughs> You just like uh, totally went super cockney there for a I second. Did. I'm like, where did this come from? So I had to play with it. There I go. Had to play with it. Oh shit. Anyways. Well, that phone Sorry. that phone call is long enough. Yeah. For the the call to be traced. Yep, yep. And I was laughing too because that's when I made my notes about like what the hell kind of room is that that they had to co- trace yes, the call in. It's what, ridiculous. What you said earlier. I was like the next room over was probably a computer. And the they're like, room. it's here the whole, it's been here the whole time. I know where it's at. It's at 555-6262, guys. Fellatio. Come on, get it to Fellatio 159. It's so funny. So yeah, they did find out where the call was coming from. Mm-hmm. 
It's inside the house. Coming from inside the house. Because the lieutenant's like... Very urban legend. So urban legend. Yes. John Saxon's like, idiots. That's the house that they're calling to. And they're like, "Uh, we know what we're saying. Yeah. We hear it and see it and we know. I just hate, though, like, so they know that it's coming from inside the house. Mm Mm-hmm. They tell Jess, like they call her. Well, they they call they uh, radio Jennings. Why am I? I'm so freaked out for no reason. I'm so sorry. This movie has me on edge. By the way, can you tell? <laughs> I'm listening. Well, he dials. L- the lieutenant reaches out. He radios Jennings, aka the cop who sits outside in the car guy that never ever works out. Ever they ever. always end up dead. I don't know why they even bother <laughs> doing that in movies. Unfortunately, predictable. Get a little slow pan up the door, and that dude's dead. He's like all blooded, little neck wound. So Building then sometime. then they do call Jess. They're like, well, shit. Yeah. Now we got to call her. And it's like, oh, okay, Nash. Yeah, send him on that mission. Oh, yeah. He's super smart. <laughs> and he's trying to be chill, right? She yeah. Actually, she answers is the only time she doesn't have the hello yeah. voice. Mm-hmm. Did I do it okay? Yeah, you did. Thanks. Yeah, you did. I've been taking notes. Uh, good. From okay. you. Yeah, um, so, yeah. And, I'm a voice actress. Oh, yes. I'm just, <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I can do Miss Piggy. Too. I was gonna say, yeah, babe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, babe. No, I la 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 la. I know. I named my cat after that that pig. I know. She was the cutest. That doesn't make sense. No, um, no <laughs> I just, I'm just love that movie. <laughs> Anyways, no. Nash calls and he tries to calmly explain to not tell her what's going on. Kinda, <laughs> you know. He's like. Well, for well, he does say though, um, he does tell her like put the phone down and quietly leave the house, right? Because he's I, that's like, like telling someone like don't look behind you. Well, that's, that's yeah, that's what that is. We're finding we're finding out Billy's like hello from the inside. <laughs> I'm gonna climb oh. down the stairs. <laughs> I'm gonna get you. Whether you like it or not. Okay. <laughs> well, then... I like my song better. Jess is all about... I mean, first of all, I would leave the house. Immediately. Sorry. Immediately. I'll find new college friends. Yeah, I'm not I, dying. Sorry. They're probably sorry, already dead. not sorry at all. And Jess is being all a good person and stuff. She's like, well, this fire poker will help. Least favorite part. I hate how she just freaks out because now she's like screaming. Yeah. And she's saying hello, but not her normal hello. Like, she's just yelling, and she's being extremely hysterical. Like, that's going to solve something. And, like, this is the part where... This is the part where I realized uh, her boyfriend's name was Phil. Uh, or Peter. Who's Phil? Glasses. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. But then who's Bob? She yells Bob multiple times. Barb. Does she say Barb? Yeah. Oh, because Barb. Bob. Yeah, because Bar- Barb and Phil are the only ones in the house. Okay, why was I thinking that she was? Well, I, I forgot that Phil was Phil, <laughs> um, and I actually really didn't know what I was talking about because I said this is the part where I realized the boyfriend's name was Phil. <laughs> it's Peter. Okay, we're on this together, guys. And then uh, I clearly didn't realize that she was trying to say Barb. Yeah, because she has this weird accent that we don't know what it is. Yeah, and it's not Bob. Okay, now it's all coming apart. Well, I still hate this part though. I just hate how she freaks out at the bottom of the stairs and mm-hmm. she's like screaming up at the stairs like, wait, like I, I don't know. Anyways, I'm sure it's just pure fear that she's experiencing. Mm-hmm. But I hate all of it. Okay, <laughs> that's I hate it. I just hate it. 
I'm done. Well, so she goes upstairs. Yeah. Because she wants to save them. Because now she knows the killer's in the house. And, and she's, she's like, I'm going to be a hero. She just thinks Barb sleep. They're both sleeping. You know what I mean? She's like, okay. So then she beats down Barb's door Mm-mm. and finds Barb and Phil Lang slain together. Mm-mm. Looks like an enter the name of the sorority here forever pose. Like, they're like it. posed. All they, they are posed like all weird <laughs> together. On Barb's bed around, yeah. around amongst the menage. <laughs> and then. Uh-uh. <gasps> I hate it. We hear some Billy Ooh. whispering to Jess. Mm-mm. And he's like peeking at her through a crack in the door. I hate it. Big brown eyeball looking it's right like at her. Red. Yeah, it's, it's like a red, it, a red. It's like an auburn, like yeah. a burnt sienna. Yeah, I don't understand. He's just staring at her. That's so good. And he's like just like mumbling stuff. Yeah. Well, he's yeah. He says something about like don't tell him, don't tell them what I did or something like that. Something oh. that he things that he's said on his phone calls and stuff. Just too. how it's like just the I can't so I can't even talk about. I it. couldn't even figure out whose eye it was. Like they were talking about it in everything I read, and everyone's like, I don't remember whose eyeball that was. I was like, oh, oh. like they actually don't know who played that. Yeah. Part? Really? Yeah. yeah. They don't know who like physically was standing in the doorway. No, because they had people like stand in as Billy and stuff, like different people involved in the. There production. had to have been like a contact or something that he was wearing. There's no way that his eye color, that person's eye color, was really like a red auburn yeah. orange. I don't know. Maybe they're just a really creepy, fucked up person. Sorry, oh. but like it's, it's terrifying. Maybe they're just a bad person because of their <laughs> iris. <laughs> I mean, it's like a scary looking colored eye. <laughs> well, Jess fights back, man. Yeah, she does. She pushes like she pushes the door really hard or something, right? Yeah, she slams into yeah. it and then runs down the stairs. And he's like, rah, rah, and now he's upset. He's wigging. Yep. Um, and and then, he wigs pretty hard for us a little bit there. Yes, he does. He he tends to wig. Yeah, because she runs to the basement. Yeah, she bar- like locks herself in the cellar or whatever. Great place. Yeah, now I guess. Stuck. Well, I mean, at Kinda. least she knows the cops are on their way. True. I was thinking that. I'm like, if you could just wait it out, but... That's fucking basement scary too, right? It's <laughs> like way, the Home Alone basement with the scary furnace. I'm like, I'm, I'm laughing really hard at the next note because it's just it's so funny how I just don't know people's names, <laughs> but I know them in previous notes. Are you talking about the feet that walk up to a window? Yeah, the feet that walk up to the window, and I'm like, Phil's coming. <laughs> His name's Peter, but I said Peter in the previous notes. I Who's love that. Phil? I'm just making. Uh, <laughs> You keep saying that. I keep thinking that Phil was right. Who's I, now? I keep forgetting that Phil was a girl. <laughs> so anyway. we see feet walk up to that window. And then the person, like, creepy, slinky, like, yeah. looking into it and stuff, trying to anyway. Yeah. Crouch down and look. Yep. And then we do see uh, an, through another window, it's Peter. Yeah. He's just like, just. He's rubbernecking in his turtleneck. Did you have the baby yet? I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to be put on the birth certificate. Um, <laughs> Name him Phil Jr. <laughs> Phil Peter Jr. <laughs> Phil Peter Billy Bobby Jr. Well, I was because <laughs> I thought the other guy's name was Bob, and it's Barb. Bar- <laughs> I don't know anybody's names. She is Burly. Uh, so he, I love it too. Talks like, like a sailor, looks like a lady. He do- <laughs> Peter destroys. Any chance of him not looking guilty, like kicks a window in. Yeah, like who does that? Just randomly stalking. She's just like standing under the stairs, like, uh, 
definitely not having your baby now. Right? I'm definitely not. Stalking I about heard you to find a piano, her. by the way. Yeah. Right. You're destructathoning. Yeah. I don't like this. I know. Um, this is why we can't have nice things. Well, and then too, don't sound menacing if you're not. Like when he's walking around right. in there, he sounds like he's a great red herring. Yes. Put it that way. He's um Yes. Like you he all evidence it's Peter. He's a, he acts like a creep. He's pissed off. He broke in just yeah. now. He has he's like creeping outside of the house. Yeah, when she escapes the killer, he automatically knows where she is all of a sudden, yeah. coincidentally. Right. It just mm-hmm. it's so perfect. He's like, Oh, you're in the basement? Cool. Be right there. Yeah. So he seems like a nut job. Yeah. Um, I would have hid from him too. Fuck that noise. Yeah, no. We are not. Like, uh-uh. <laughs> we are so not going steady next semester. We are not. So then the cops pull up to hear Jess screaming from the basement. Like really screaming. Yeah. Like they're outside pulling Cops up and you hear her. Rescue. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when Billy kills you? <laughs> Bad boys. <laughs> Everything's a song tonight. Uh, Anyways. Well, then they do, uh, they bust in, the cops. Yeah. To save the day or whatever. Burp, burp, burp. Well, they meander down into the basement and they find Jess and Peter in a loving embrace. Not but, really. Yeah, no. She kills him, right? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. He's like laying dead. Yeah, he's dead. He's got his little head in her lap. And you think she looks dead, but then she moves. Yeah, I had a moment, another moment mm-hmm. here. I said, Jess kills Phil or Peter or Paul. At oh, this so, point, or I, Mary. I gave up. <laughs> yeah, or Mary. Good call. I think that's where my mind was going when I was typing that. Anyway, so But yeah, she's alive. Yeah, Jess is alive. They take her to the bed in the house upstairs, but not the hospital. Yikes. Yeah. Don't understand why. We'll just let her rest it off here. Yeah, she'll be fine. <laughs> no she's bigs. too stressed. <laughs> Well, and I laugh too because it's. I was like, doesn't take the press long to show up wanting to ask questions because the cops talking about it. He's like, the press is right. already here. Yeah. They've been calling or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and it's like, okay, it's like, can she take a nap? Jesus, like I'll wait. And I love how the one cop's like, I'm just gonna wait here for her. Wait here with her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah well, okay. We see how that goes in about five seconds. Well, yeah. There's like a nice little pan of the house. Oh, they all leave her though. Yeah, like, like I. Can- well, they go through rooms and showing how empty it is. Well, but before, hold, wait, you're right. But I just want to back up a smidge because hmm. it freaks me out. So huh. what I hate, 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 like genuinely makes me uncomfortable, gives me the absolute heebie-jeebies is they're like, we're going to stay here with her. Like, we're going to like wait it out, whatever. So she's fine. And they all like want to go talk to the press, want to go do this. Or they, they hear somebody's hurt or they want to go take care of something. Mm-hmm. And they all just slowly start to leave and uh-huh. the house gets quieter and quieter mm-hmm. and then there's n- i just got chills there's nothing no yeah. sound of anything and that and they turn off the lights mm-hmm. yeah they sedate her she's sedated in a dark room by herself now yeah and they're like it's yeah and back to your point sorry but i just mm. they're like oh let's slow scan pan the house look at all of the good times and memory. Oh, wait, there's a bloody mattress. Like it shows. Yeah. It shows all the carnage everywhere, too. Like little random pieces, you know. That's of like what happened. Yep. And then there's like a little slow zoom up to the attic hole. Mm-hmm. And we see its little lid move. And then. I can't remember. Does it close or open? I think um, it closes. I think. I think it closes. I can't remember. Or does it open? It may open. We hear Billy talking. Um, 
And then there's a shot of you see like Mrs. Mac and Claire. Yeah. And, and it the, pans out yeah. from Claire. Yeah. From the outside looking yes. in. And the intruder is still out there somewhere. He's, he's still in the fucking house, man. It's just a great little quiet goodbye to a movie full of loud just like hellos. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Bye. It, it's real quiet for a while, and then the phone rings. Yeah, thirteen times. Does it ring thirteen times? Mm-hmm. Did you count? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, did you do what I did with the cranky cricket? I did not. Episode two, season one. So a question? No, episode four, season one, something like that. Anyways, did Je- did Jess survive? No. Right now, that's why he's calling. I think. Oh, you think so? Because he calls after he murders. Oh, that's any call ew i just caught the heebie-jeebies yeah dude i can't leave your apartment tonight (laughs) i can't (laughs) pretty sure he killed jess and then he calls to talk about it to nobody yeah oh my god that's terrible why i hate it i hate all of it i hate it all um so a little bit can i share do you care if i share a little bit about billy Oh God! A little, just a little bit. Yeah, I'll go and then for I'll it. tell you about a real life Billy. I'll just, I'll just. Oh God, there's a real life Billy. <laughs> no, not really. But oh, I have, Jesus. I have a little something extra. Okay, okay. And I had to wait until the end because mm. it would have been a spoiler. Mm-hmm. So a little bit more about Billy. Bob Clark was determined to keep the killer's identity mysterious mm-hmm. by not sharing much about the Billy and Agnes voices we hear on the phone, mm-hmm. especially who Billy is or why he kills. Clark developed a backstory, though, that Billy's abusive and abused his little sister and was abused himself and probably killed his parents and probably locked Agnes up in a basement for five or six years. And this is a quote from Bob Clark. I think she escaped and Billy doesn't like girls. And it turns out Agnes doesn't like boys. Mm. Just a weird. There's a there's black Xmas. One of the remakes, I yeah. think, goes heavy into the Billy story, but it's like I think really I've crazy. I've seen the remake of Black Christmas. I've never seen it. Uh, I think. Well, here's because you know me. I'm 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 the newbie, right? Compared to you, and I think that I probably not realizing it watched the remake, mm-hmm. thinking, "Oh, this is cool, Black Christmas. Let me watch it." Mm-hmm. And I think I actually saw it in the theaters. Oh, really? I think I did. That was back whenever I got movies for free. Um, so like, of course I saw the theater, but like, I think I saw that in the theater and I was like, yeah, okay. Like this is, I don't get it. Right. Now I know why I didn't get it. Yeah. Like it just didn't probably make as much sense as if I would have seen this first and then watched that just to compare. Totally. No, I might do it anyways just to see. Yeah. But uh, I've never, yeah, I'll dabble eventually. Yeah. Um, so now that we know that story Mm -hmm. about Jess and Billy and all the fun. Oh my God. And they're sweet little relationship <laughs> i'll share another <laughs> y'all are gonna be hearing that in your sleep tonight <laughs> wanted to share another story which involves it uh this movie mm-hmm. so nbc scheduled this film for its primetime network debut on january 28th 1978 under the title stranger in the house ah on january- i wasn't totally wrong nope on January 15th, 1978, two female students at Florida State University were murdered by an assailant who broke into the sorority house where they lived. Three other young women in the immediate vicinity were attacked and assaulted. The killer was identified later as Ted Bundy. <laughs> I was just going to say, was it Ted? Yep. And the network canceled the premiere of the movie right then, although it was showed later that year. 
because they were like, yikes. Nope. Yeah, no, don't do Bad it. Bad taste. Yeah, not good. NBC was like, we'll take a nosedive. Yeah. So <laughs> they waited and then did it in like May. Like literally the second It was only like four months later though. Right, no. So it's not much later, but. Uh, yeah, the second you started saying like sorority girls were attacked, I'm like, yeah. it was Ted. Totally. If anybody doesn't know, go watch her Instagram live and look at one of my presents. Yeah. I'm super excited about it. So, ah, do you want to go first? Any reason for reading? Black Christmas. <laughs> yes, I will. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. That's the end. And the end. Finn. <laughs> Finn, if you would. Um, I'll go. Yeah, I'll do reasons for reading. Okay. So, uh, first time I watched this movie, couldn't force myself to leave the couch afterward. <laughs> yeah. I sat there for probably a post-credits hour trying to get myself to get off the couch. Um, but I just sat there and tried to ignore this, the fact that I had to pee really bad. I was like, nope, nope, nope. It was all because of the voices. Yep. I could not. I was yep. convinced somebody was under my couch, even though it's only clearance an inch and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Not much. No. Um, so the, it doesn't hurt, too, that a huge theme in the movie is, to me, the most terrifying of urban legends um, because the dog in the microwave one, I'm sorry, that just makes me laugh. But the uh-huh. one where the stranger is in the house is absolutely terrifying, especially I used to babysit all the time when I was younger. Yeah. And I knew that story and uh-huh. Yep. Um the movie, as stated earlier, I found to be visually stunning at parts. Uh, which was super fun to also see those little pieces of, you know, beauty amongst the carnage Billy was causing. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the characters and their various arcs, thought they played off each other really well, enjoyed, you know, the some bad dialogue, some silly whatever. I, I liked all of them. I love uh, Barb. I think she's hysterical. She was the best. Yep. Um, as I mentioned, too, Peter played a great red herring. Mm-hmm. Um, thought he was super good and convincing as that person that they were setting up to be the killer. Right. He really played it off well. And the only thing I don't like about this movie is Jess's phone greeting. Oh, she's the That's worst. It. I That's hate it. Hello. <laughs> um, that wasn't a good one. <laughs> nice. So this doesn't happen that often. I mean, it does sometimes when you and I commiserate back and forth about mm-hmm. these movies. Um, I'm going to be ad-libbing some of my stuff in. Okay. Okay. Because... Um. Uh, okay, hold on. I'm gonna read this part that I have written already. Okay, and then I'm gonna just include a couple things real fast. Got it. I didn't get clever with this one as much. Um, I haven't been doing that lately. I don't know. I just haven't had the creative juices on that end. Um, so this is one of those movies that I watch and cringe. The older movies always leave the mystery. Not leave the mystery. You know what I'm trying to say. I didn't word that very well at all. The older movies always leave more. Like you, you, your imagination just runs wild. Essentially, is what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Um, the multiple voices were not pleasant to listen to, per the usual. Um, I had an issue with Jess the more I watched her, but she didn't stray me from the movie. I thought the idea of the killer just making his way into the attic and chilling there was clever, although very urban legend, which I had kind of said. Mm-hmm. All in all, I enjoyed it, but Bob Clark, I prefer your your A Christmas Story. <laughs> now, a couple of things I want to say, though, really fast um, that I do want to mention since we've been talking. Um, yes, I do think that the movie was terrifying. Yes, it creeped me out. Yes, there were parts that were gross. The the uh, I think that Claire's death was the most... Um, I think if I were to rate the deaths, I think Claire's death was probably the most 
like disturbing just yeah. because of how it happened and then how they kept showing her and like how she was like a main part of the whole story with the death itself. Totally. But then I think that Jess potentially maybe being the last one to be killed at the end and how the house was so silent and creepy and then how didn't even I didn't even pick up on the phone call stuff. Yeah. Until you started talking about it throughout our notes. Yeah. That's even more terrifying. <laughs> now I have chills. Uh-huh. I'm lucky that my phone is always on vibrate because I, I don't want to hear a phone call right now. Um, and the voice is just the more we talk about him and like the little things that I didn't pick up on, like how he said things and this, that and the other and just picturing his eyeball. Anyways, I just want to let you know that what I just added does not change the rating. The rating's still the same. So just know that I'm not changing my rating. It's yes. still what it is, but I just had to add that in there. Gotcha. Okay, what did you rate it? Well... It took me a really long time to think about it, but I decided to give it two for gore. Okay. I was just like, <laughs> come on now. And it took me not that long to think about mine. I also rated it a two for gore. <gasps> no way. No, yeah, I thought it was terrifying. Two for gore. So four, four for, for gore, gore on, on our, our opener. Season four opener. I know. Four for gore. That's season perfect. four. Yay. Four for gore. <laughs> God, Yay. Black Christmas. Man. No, I thought it was terrifying. Yeah, it's The whole thing good. was terrifying. There was, and the thing is like, Certain parts, like you said, that had like a little bit of cheese yep. sprinkled on top or like certain lines that were like there was enough cheese and enough comedy that it wasn't too much that like straight away from the, the, the creepy, terrifying stuff. It wasn't totally it wasn't too cheesy. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. Definitely. I also wanted to call out and I haven't seen it yet. It's a fan movie on YouTube and mm-hmm. it's like it, and it's funny because it's only like 40 some minutes long and I haven't had time this week to watch it. But it's called uh, It's Me, Billy. And it's like an unofficial sequel to the the film. I don't know if but I it's could a do fan it. movie. I don't know if I could ever do another Billy again. I think I'll check it out. Uh, let me know how it goes. I will. He's scary. He is awesome. Uh, also, last thing I'll say about it is that to your point about like like a stranger being in your house, I think that that kind of stuff is other than paranormal stuff. Mm-hmm. Things being in your home that yeah. don't belong. Period. Absolutely, are more terrifying than like. A giant monster like Cloverfield. I agree. You know what I mean? Yeah. Season one, everybody. Um, but <laughs> I think. I, can't I think so. Or two. I don't know. We're so far in this. I don't know when what it's was all happening. A blur it's now. all whatever. Good so that's times. that. Now we have to pick the next one. What number, Jill, have you randomly picked? 111. 111? Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun, no, dun, dun, I'm scared. Dun, 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 dun. I'm scrolling really slow on purpose. Dun, 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 dun. Still scrolling because I'm being lazy. And I also get interesting. What? I feel like this is just like, this might finally like close the loop on this. Insidious. I've never seen that. Never have I either. Really? No, I've never seen it. Oh, fun. So, okay. I just, I'm saying that because isn't that all, it's not the same, um, not, I've never seen it, so I shouldn't say. But isn't uh, isn't um, isn't he in it though? Isn't um, what's his face in that movie? Help me, who the guy that plays Love Wins? Um, oh, 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 he's in it though, but he's not him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Fuck. I don't remember his name though. But like, what's his name in those? Is it Patrick movies? Wilson or something? Yes, Patrick Wilson. I think he's in that. Oh, okay. And I don't know why I'm saying that's going to close the loop, but I think that that's isn't that part of that that um, Conjuring world. Mm. insidious no, no. I, maybe i'm making that up in my mind yeah i could very well anyways doesn't matter i'm blabbing 
Insidious, Insidious is the next movie that we'll be watching. Very cool. For the new year. Yeah. Opening up the new year with some Insidious. That's right. Let's hope we're not cursed. Yeah. I don't even know what it's about, but there we'll we find go. out. Um, so we love you guys so much. Please make sure that you check us out on the socials. Yes, please. So that would be the Four for Gore. At Four for Gore Podcast. Uh-huh. On the... Insta. And the... Twitter. And <laughs> and the also the email. Yes. Four for Gore at gmail.com. Spelled out, which F- is... F-O-U-R-F-O-R-G-O-R-E at gmail.com. I just kept pointing my fingers left and right, and Jill was just going with it. Um, so yeah, ch- check us out. Reach out to us. Follow us. Like us. Share our stuff if you love us. Um, appreciate um, if you do like the podcast and want to help us out. We appreciate five star reviews um, yeah. on Apple Podcasts. And more than anything, we just want you guys to like, we love talking to you. Yeah. That's it. Definitely. That's all we want. We like talking at you. Yeah. We too. do like talking at you. And also. And give us ideas. Always recommend movies if there's something, even I've said it a thousand times, even if it's already on this list, mm-hmm. we will still include a shout out for you. Totally. So we'll be like, hey, so-and-so, <laughs> thank you so much. Hey, John Smith. <laughs> Billy. <laughs> no. <laughs> With your red auburn eye. Um, but anyways, we love you guys so, so much. And here's to a new season. And a new year. Good times. Bye, guys. (laughs) Later. It's Billy. It's Billy.